0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Tree of Geek. This is Season 2, Episode 2. We're going to be diving into the world of Alien today, from Ridley Scott to James Cameron and more. I'm excited to get into this. What about you?
1: I am so excited that I would give you a chugga, a chugga, but apparently I need to retire that. So, this will be the last time you hear a chugga, a chugga. After some people don't like to hear a chugga. So, no, I'm very excited to be here. There's one thing I love, it's a space opera, and if there's another thing I love, it's space horror. That's right, I'm looking at you, Jason X. No. No? No? Oh, I I thought we
0: were talking about Killers in Space today. we are, but not Jason X.
1: Oh, I was confused. I got the wrong
0: notes, man. No, we are looking at Sigourney Weaver running around space in her underwear with a flamethrower, trying not to die.
1: That one, I
0: remember now.
1: It's been a while since I saw those ones. Just kidding, I recapped them all this last week.
0: So, but before so, we dive into that, we are first going to do what we always do: what's new in your world in the world of geek or recent geek news that might be pressing on your your poor old soul. Poor old soul. That had a young rich soul calling me out here. Uh,
1: let's see, two things come to mind. Uh, I'll start with. Well, I don't know if it's dire news for everybody. It is for some people involved. But when we record, we put it out. We you post it. I listened to it on deliveries or wherever I am, and I noticed that we talked about Jonathan Majors. We talked about the situation and how we hope there'd be a resolution sometime soon. Well, the day after we put out that recording, he got tossed to the curb, and uh, so that happened. So we're going to get a new Kang, and uh, later on in this episode, we're going to give it the old college try to give our three choices. We picked three choices. That was our homework. Three choices to replace Kang. I don't know what Marvel is going to do, but no longer will Jonathan Majors be Kang in the MCU.
0: Right. And I've heard rumors that they're just going to scrap Kang altogether and go with Doctor Doom. I'm really hoping they don't. I'd like to see Kang just get recast. I mean, it's the multiverse. They can technically throw anybody they want in Absolutely there and call it anybody they wanted. And I feel like if they just throw him away, that's a massive waste of the buildup that we've been having. Because, let's face it, you know... Whether- I think this
1: is a golden opportunity that they could take.
0: Absolutely. And whether he is a piece of trash or not because of what he did, I don't know. I have no right to say, but he was a phenomenal actor. I'm going to go ahead and say I think they are uh, they were both wackadoos. Yes. By everything
1: I saw on TMZ and everyone else, they're both wackadoos. Yep. And hopefully they both get their lives straightened out.
0: But without diving into detail on that, we're going to look at uh, possible replacements. I've got an interesting list here that I'm pretty sure you might agree with a few, but you are probably going to really shoot down on another one. We'll see how it goes. Maybe. Maybe. Anything new in the geek world as far as... Well, my own personal
1: geek world there is. I started a Dungeons & Dragons game as the DM. I only played a handful of times, and I really wanted to play with you and your group. Time restraints did not allow that to happen, so I grabbed a couple other people together, um, some close friends, and I said, hey, if we do this, I'll be the DM. We sat there and put out five months of dates so we can't cancel on them. (laughs) It went relatively well i think nobody seemed really angry everybody seemed happy no i they got decent input
0: i did talk to our, our mutual friend John. i need to learn
1: the rules a little. yeah uh, mr uh he
0: uh, he seemed to really enjoy it well so, i'm, happy. I'm uh, happy there's some positive feedback for you and i like i told you the only advice i can give you is just have fun with it it is a whole different animal when you're running it compared to playing it
1: i greatly enjoyed on the spot having to do different accents and motivations for people as I, I, I kind of in my head was prepared, but then I wasn't prepared, you know, when they ask you different questions that you're not really expecting. So it was fun. And I'm looking forward to looking forward to doing this a lot more in the future. That's awesome. That, that is yeah. great to hear anything new in your geek world.
0: So, yeah, I did. Uh, I did just see, I have to find the links, put them in show notes or whatever Uh, I'll definitely send them to you, though, that apparently the Department of Energy, I did see it's on their website as well, just announced recently, which, again, by the time this episode comes out, it had been a couple of weeks ago. But let's be honest, you're probably not going to have heard about it because they don't really advertise this stuff like they should, in my opinion. But apparently the Department of Energy finally came out and admitted that they have been able to reliably cause fusion reactions multiple times now over the past couple of, I guess, months. And that they believe that they can actually now use it as fusion for a fuel source, where it's taking less energy to start the reaction than it's actually producing. Which, if you know anything about it, this that could be phenomenal. It could be. I I hope it's true. It could be massive for the uh, renewable energy world.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, quit
0: sucking down them uh, them their dead dinosaurs, and let's let's put a small fusion bomb a fusion bomb in our trunk.
1: And everybody out there. That might celebrate the winter solstice, or you'll, I'd like to say, happy holiday to you. We're recording on the winter solstice today. Winter is here at our doorsteps, and uh, we here hope you have a fantastic couple cold months. Unless you live in the tropics, and you know what? Go put your toes in the sand and enjoy that, too.
0: Yeah, and I'm
1: very jealous. Very jealous.
0: Are you a summer person?
1: I'm a fall person. Um, I, I don't hate the winter. I don't hate a lot of things, but... I don't enjoy cold 20-degree wind when you're outside trying to walk to your car. I don't enjoy that. I like the, the atmosphere of the snow and the quietness of it. and I like to sled, but when it's just, like, way, way down there. And I don't like to pay for fuel oil. Yeah, there's It's expensive.
0: That. I'm definitely more of a winter person. I love the cold. I don't mind the snow. But if I had to pick a... A time of year, it would definitely be either early spring or fall when you throw on a hoodie, sit with some friends around a campfire, and you're comfortable.
1: I mean, I love to go to the beach, man, but I don't want to, like, roast.
0: See, when we go to the beach, we like to people watch. We don't even like the ocean, but we like to just sit on the boardwalk and watch people because I'm telling you right now, when you don't think someone's watching, you do the dumbest things. And when we're watching, (laughs) we see some of the dumbest things.
1: Ah uh, yes, people. We are crazy creatures. But you know what else is a crazy creature? Something that has acid blood, that likes to burst out of your chest, or your mouth, or your back, for that matter. Yep. Depending on the sequel you're in. I don't know. There's like one hair that he's floating <laughs> in here in my face. It's driving me nuts. It's like it's like in the scene in Alien, uh covenant where the guy breathes in the uh, the spores. <laughs>
0: Uh, or are they go in his ear. You say better yeah. than going well, it's both.
1: Yeah, uh, the yeah, the other guy though. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Not in that movie yet. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this franchise. We're gonna talk about one through six. We're gonna talk about what we like, what we don't like, give you a little tidbits of info, maybe some backstory that you don't know on some of them. Not a super deep dive, but you know, enough.
0: Absolutely. You know? And we are going to go in release order. So we're gonna start yes. with alien followed by aliens. And oh wait, gonna... wait, wait. Spoiler, Spoiler warning. warning.
1: In case nobody has seen any of these movies, we've been requested at the, at the midnight hour, right really before wild. recording, somebody said, please put in spoiler warnings. Well, here it is. Just for you. You know who you are. Spoiler warning. If you've yes. not seen any alien movies, we will be spoiling every single alien movie.
0: The newest one was Xenomorph 2014, movies. I think. And the first one was like 1979. If you haven't seen them by now, that is not our problem.
1: What I say a long time ago? Stop living underneath a rock,
0: perhaps? Yeah, well, in this yeah. case, you're like under the tectonic plates. Yes,
1: shifting around, restless.
0: Yep. All right, so we're going to dive into it with uh, 19, I think it was 79. Yes, 1979, yes. the movie Alien. It was an 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, directed by Ridley Scott, and we're looking at a science fiction horror movie, which at the time was unheard of. From what I was reading, they were saying that science fiction and horror, it wasn't really melded together yet. They'd never really tried to pull something like that off. It was either adventure or it was like slasher.
1: I guess. I mean, if you really want to get divisive about it, sure.
0: Well, I do. I'll go with that. Okay. All right. So we'll go and just jump right into it. What are your uh, your first takes on that movie?
1: Well, it's definitely the worst of the franchise. That's for sure. It's uh, super boring. Um, Nothing happens. There's a little bit of blood. And uh, we move on to the next one. Are you serious? For my real thoughts, let's be clear. And I, I think I'm going to echo a lot of people in the world. The first movie's a masterpiece. It really is. You have characters that you care about. You know who Dallas is. I mean, Tom Skerritt, what a legend back in the day. Sigourney Weaver, Yafik Kodo. Like, I'm not even, I don't even need to read what's on the screen over here to my periphery because this movie is just, I threw you some pre-rankings before we did all this and I had it ranked at number two, but then after yeah. I went did some re-watching, I was like, no, Alien 1 is the best. And I think I mean, there's some really great stuff about the other movies, but Alien 1 captures every type of atmosphere that you want in a horror movie and seamlessly puts it into a sci-fi area that's not cheesy. There's no stupid ray guns. There's no horrible dialogue. Yep. The practical effects. Yes, well- the aliens on a skateboard I mean, the most, the most
0: science fiction part about it, other obviously other than the alien, is the fact that they're on a spaceship like that. That they're on a, a what was a refinery in space. Other yes. than that, they are your basic everyday people and, of course, cryosleep. But, I mean, other than that, their, their idea of, like, weaponry is well, uh, mining my, equipment or a flamethrower or... Like, I was
1: about to say flamethrower,
0: yeah. Yeah, like they're not diving down, like you said, like the phaser... Tunnels and or they're, they're not like oh I need a, a like what well, some of those movies that have like little stems that you like heal yourself with and
1: yeah this isn't a
0: video game they really took it to a practical effects level well practical story level and I think that's one of the reasons it really stood out to me was because I haven't seen it, I never saw any of the Alien movies except for the first one until just last year so I decided to just rewatch them all and then for this I, I rewatched did another some more.
1: It. I've been watching them since I was a kid.
0: And even though I know exactly what's going to happen in that first one, the way it's designed, the dark tension and the suspense, it's well, I so I know enjoyable. that you
1: have a spot in your notes, because I had the same spot in my notes about a scene. Well, I think it was your favorite scene you have on there with... Uh, Brett. Brett. I yes. Can't, I was thinking of the actor's real name, and it always escapes me. He's been in a lot of 80s movies. But, you know, having the cat watch this guy get murdered by the alien... Yeah, I've seen even the chest bursting scene. I've seen that hundreds of times. I'm telling you, this movie used to play on TV a lot. I've seen it since I was a little kid, oh, yeah. and I still sit there and I stopped what I was doing. Some these days, a lot of people watch a movie. They got their cell phone in their hand. They're, they're TikTok and their Facebook and whatever. They're playing little Candy Crushes. That's mm. that's even that's old. That's dated. Going through but, what are they called reels? Reels, yeah, that's what it is now. Oh, I hate it for reels, man. But anyway, like even I find myself with my phone in my hand and when those scenes come on my phone goes down yeah even for the, yep. the maybe the 112th time i've seen the scene i was like no i, got, I gotta I got watch this and there was something about the camar- camaraderie of that first group of actors at least the way they whether it was behind the scenes i don't know but the way they were on screen together their dialogue together they're they're riffing on each other it just seemed like they were a family like a dysfunctional family and you know, yeah. Ripley's trying to talk to him down in the tunnels when they're supposedly got something broken and they got the steam going. They're just screwing with her. It was uh, it's just a great movie. Great direction by Ridley Scott. Fantastic movie. And I don't I've seen a lot of good sci fi horror. There's some stuff out there, but I don't know if any movie is still touched alien. They may have gotten into aliens territory or some of the other ones, but I, don't, I do not think any movie is touched alien yet. And I don't think you will there, it's got so many imitators but it's never gonna hit it what
0: well, do you they... think would be the closest imitation we've gotten aliens <laughs> <laughs> outside the franchise oh uh now you're talking like a horror like, sci-fi mix like something of the same in the same wheelhouse or maybe
1: Star Trek first contact but that's even a whole different
0: See, that's not deal. a whole by any means
1: I mean that's you got Borg taking over humans you know they're changing them which is horrifying on its own level but as far as like a, a creature, maybe the thing, mm, John yeah. Carpenter's The Thing, the remake, and even, and I'll say, I'll defend the the sequel to that, or prequel, prequel to that? Yeah, the prequel to that. I mean, I think that's a fantastic movie too. They just go right together. So maybe that those two, I think those are probably the best sci-fi horror movies ever. I
0: never saw the remake. I mean- uh, The original with- um, Kurt Russell. Thank you. Kurt Russell, yes, but nothing since. Yeah. Because I've always been the purest type of, like, you're remaking a classic that doesn't need remade. I don't need to watch it. Well, that's why I was afraid of the, of the prequel, because times... I didn't
1: realize it was a prequel. I thought it was a remake, and I was angry. okay. But then you I see, watched it and go, okay, this isn't...
0: Yeah, a lot okay. of the times, though, those movies are actually pretty good.
1: Yeah. Event Horizon is another one that was really, really good, but not with chest-bursting aliens.
0: True. See, one of the things I loved most about the Alien movie was that everything about it, I mean, other than the... The ship flying through space, which I believe was still like a, a green screen effect, or a, what back then they did more of the painted effects.
1: It's very Star Wars-ish, which I thought was pretty cool.
0: Well yeah. Done. Well, the thing I loved about those, everything was practical effects. Like nothing was That's CGI. What we're and we're
1: going to get into some later entries. which
0: I'm, oh, I'm sure. sure we're we're totally going to. echo. I, I, I have notes on right that now. too. Uh, but I did just some brief research. I wanted to see because I knew the original Alien was played by a person in a suit, and I remember reading it was a very hot suit, by the way. So his name was Balaji Bodejo. He was six foot ten, and apparently, and I don't know if it was Ridley Scott or if it was another like a producer on the movie. Someone saw him standing outside of uh, like a bar or a pub, or I don't remember where it was even. But they saw him and thought he's the perfect build, he's the perfect height. I wonder if he acts, and that's how he got pulled in to play it. That's awesome. Yeah, like hey, we just need you to crawl on your hands and feet and chase people
1: or kneel on a skateboard as they kind of just move it yeah behind the scenes <laughs> and i never really thought about that and then he, rewatching it you could see him move a certain like yeah he's definitely on the skateboard in this scene <laughs> oh, it's, like, it's
0: so smooth <laughs> yeah he's just <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i think the first one's a masterpiece definitely a, a 9.5 out of 10 i don't know if i can never give movies a 10 but this is probably as, as close as you're going to get to it in either sci-fi or, or right definitely and to find a mix is just amazing
0: So, I figure, just in case, if you're listening and you haven't seen the Alien movie in a long time, very quick cover of the premise, a space mining rig is on their way back to Earth. They get a distress signal. They go check it out.
1: Things go sideways. Yeah,
0: things go sideways.
1: Aliens happen.
0: Yeah, Yes, aliens happen. (laughs) And that actually leads... Alien happens. Well, yes, yes. And see, that leads me into one of my other favorite parts about the entire universe as a whole. But they set it up here. Was the whole uh, what was it the Wayland Wayland Utani uh, Wayland? Thank you, Utani Corporation. Not owned by Walmart yet. Not yeah, that is true. They 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 like to push the corporate greed aspect right from the get go, and you I mean you don't find out until later when you find out that Ash is actually he could care less about human life. He's got an objective to complete, that, which again, if you forget, Ash is the android. Is the
1: objective to make her eat a magazine because he was really <laughs> trying to get that mission. <laughs> so to follow through
0: on like in an interview I was reading with I think it was I think it was Ridley Scott they said that he wasn't trying to kill her with the magazine it was an adult magazine there was a
1: lot of filth in that room he
0: was taking Dirty
1: his men
0: they in the interview they basically said he was taking his certain types of aggressions out on her and because he is an android with lacking certain human anatomy
1: he doesn't have all the bumpers on he, all the safety
0: yeah. On. It was a very uncomfortable part because... I feel like
1: they did not follow Asimov's rules in the Alien franchise. Like, whoever was making these... Well, I mean, Wayland is the one making the, the androids at the beginning. But right. But, like, he was just like... Maybe Asimov didn't exist in that existence, in that reality, and that he didn't put out the three laws at that time for them to follow.
0: Now, yeah. Will Smith wasn't around yet.
1: No. <laughs> well,
0: actually, I guess he already was. If you look he at This is line. in a galaxy far away a long <laughs> yeah.
1: time ago. Like, this is... Not now. This is now. Sort yeah, of. yeah, yeah. It wasn't Blade Runner just a couple years ago or something. Yeah, I think it was like another release got joint. Like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we have Ash, the android, who is actually on his own objective, trying to. Uh, so I guess they already knew that this crash ship was out there. Is that they never really go into full detail other than he wants to get the specimens back to Earth for the Wayland Corporation.
1: But what, in the first movie, they make it seem like they did not know. The ship was there. There was just a distress signal of some sort. Well,
0: because they even say that it's your duty to investigate. It's part of your contract. And if you don't, right, that you could lose. And I mean, they were were huge on their money. Yeah, they were afraid they'd lose pay. Well, think about
1: somebody out on an oil rig in the middle of the ocean. I assume have certain contracts. If you turn a blind
0: eye to a dude in a raft over there, you're probably going to get in some trouble.
1: Yeah, more than likely. And maybe there's a missing movie somewhere that we'll loop around to that would probably explain some things. But. But at this point, when it comes out, all these other movies don't exist, so you're not even thinking about the the huge the full of this, right? Yeah. yeah, Alien One, great great movie. Is there anything else you'd like to pepper in about this one? Any other fan theories or facts or anything? Or
0: one fact that I did find to be really cool during the chest burster scene, the crew knew it was going to happen. You know, because they read the script; they knew it was coming, uh, but they had no idea that when it happened. There were going to be, I mean, we know they're like (laughs) packets of fake blood. They had no idea it was going to explode out the way it did. And the one, what was her name? Veronica Cartwright, the one that played Lambert. Yeah. Her reaction, like completely freaking out was 100% genuine. I
1: think she is an unsung star of the early 80s. She's also in the Witches of Eastwick. And I just recently rewatched that movie and I forgot she was in there. And that woman, her emotion and energy that she puts into her roles. Really? Like the screaming and the terrified look on her face and just the whimpering and the crying, just all this that she puts into this this role in Alien is just... Like Sigourney Weaver's great. Tom Skerritt's great. But this woman here was like...
0: Well, she's fan- like a fanatic. Yeah. Like she, well, Frantic, that's the word I'm looking frantic, for. Frantic, com- yes. Completely off the wall, frantic. She had no idea she was about to get... Yeah, she's you know, losing her shit, Blown man. in the face with fake blood. And I, I just... Yeah. I mean, I yeah. love seeing natural reactions like that. Just like in Die Hard when they drop Hans Gruber at the end. Yeah, he didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> he you know, they well, he said, didn't know it like, was oh, going to happen like that. I think it was like, we're going to drop you on four or five. And they dropped him on like two. So his face is pure, yeah. legitimate oh, Rick, fear. Hey, I, I miss Alan Rickman. He was such uh, a...
1: such Like, a grab Thor's hammer. We shall avenge you. <laughs> uh
0: uh, another fun little tidbit. You know the end when she's on the ship and she's basically hunting Senor Alien? Yes. And she starts humming her or singing the song, uh, what was it, Lucky Star? Madonna? <laughs> I didn't no. realize it. The song is from the movie Singing in the Rain. Oh, okay. It was completely improv. No shit. And everybody loved it, except for the studio, because they had to go buy the rights to use the song. <laughs> so it cost <laughs> them money. was that? Oh, I guess it cost the ring, them but... money because she sang it and they loved it so much they wanted to keep it in. That's fantastic. Uh, the only other thing I have written down here, as far as you know, I mean, my favorite part, which we talked about, was him looking up into the chains, getting the water spritz on his face. And if you pay attention, you see, you know, the xenomorph right there in front of you, but you don't even notice it because it's all shadows. What's and... great about the
1: first one is that it's always, it seems to be compact in places. Yes. And it just blends into that dark scenery. And they really, need because of the budget they had, to use the darkness to their advantage mm. to where you don't see any clearing things on the suit, you know, because it's a practical suit. So to oh, use yeah. those shadows and to have it so compact and then just, that's what makes it even more scary because when it expands, it just gets so
0: freaking big. Six foot ten.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> even bigger yeah. because, you know. Well, And
0: there was a thing I was reading too. They said that the suit actually was fairly crappily put together. Because, I mean, it went through all that wear and tear, reshoot after reshoot. And they didn't have, like, a half a dozen, two dozen suits like they would today. They had, you know, maybe a backup. Well, even in the next one. So So they really relied on the darkness to cover up any imperfections. And
1: they did a fantastic.
0: And, like, when she's running onto the escape pod at the end, you can see the alien tucked away in the ductwork there if you look closely.
1: That, That part freaked me out the first time I saw it as a kid.
0: Again... I, I read so much crap on like the behind-the-scenes of these movies preparing for this, and stuff I didn't know. They actually built part of that set around him, because they didn't want it to look like they had a little alcove built for him. They wanted him to push his way out. So they actually built part of it around him, and they said that's why there's a scene where they cut away to her for a while, because he was having trouble getting out. But they didn't want to redo it, because they couldn't put him back in for fear of the set being messed up now. That's awesome. Right.
1: <laughs> Love the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, there's all types of DVD, Blu-ray behind-the-scenes stuff.
0: So yeah, and then movie. the biggest thing is, that I I really found just wow. I mean, I understand it was 1979, but Sigourney Weaver only got paid around 30 to 35 thousand dollars for the entire part. Because she was a woman. It is. Yeah, 100%. it wasn't
1: intended to be a woman. No, it was supposed to no. just
0: be whatever. Ripley was know? supposed to be a man originally. They liked Sigourney Weaver, and they didn't change any of the lines or anything. They just kept it as is because they said, "Hey, it works," and it did. I mean, it wor- she became a, a horror movie icon after that.
1: Yeah, she's she's great, definitely great for the for the genre, for that franchise. Great actress.
0: Again, eight point five out of ten on IMDb. I will say, I, I have you never a... look at
1: their ratings ever.
0: <sighs> I like, ever. I just like to see what the overall like what do people think of it is i don't um, I
1: think it's just that specific one. I just never go there. I don't, don't like the way their site's set up. I don't like their ads and everything it there's just irritates th- me there's more
0: it. they just keep yeah. adding more ads yeah uh but you yeah. ready to move on?
1: yeah, let's jump on to uh
0: alien dos seven years later, aliens with a big s at the end aliens new director yep James Cameron stepped in yep, yep. Jimmy Cameron. I'm nobody calls still him still upset they didn't bring Ridley scott back i'm
1: not sure he wanted to do a second one at that point oh really
0: yeah i think he's... um i know they opted out of bringing uh geiger back in to be a consultant on the designs which they uh, still I, uh,
1: you can feel you can still feel them there
0: though yeah i mean it, there's right. less of that organic mechanical feel i mean they still tried to really work with it but it's just not the same as it was in the claustrophobic spaceship yeah
1: but well, James Cameron apparently told people he could make this movie with three alien suits. He could do it with three. Really? Yep. And he—I don't know if it's true, but they say he only did it with three alien suits. He can make that last the entire shoot to save money.
0: So two little ones and the queen?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I didn't look that deep into it, but.
0: Ah, huh, interesting. Yeah, I'd like That's looking ahead. Yeah. So this is a direct sequel to the movie Alien. Uh, we do pick up pretty much right where a uh, well, like couple weeks, couple the months. The first one. St- well, she's been filming for a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It was she thought she'd be floating for like six weeks, and it was, or no, I'm thinking two to three, where she thought it'd be like six weeks, and then said it was like nine months or something like that. Yeah, yeah. This one
1: has now because I just got them all confused. This one does have a smidge of a time jump. That's right.
0: A small one. Yeah, small but it's one. just a like a That's couple what I said. weeks. A yeah. a little... So she fifty-seven years. Sure.
1: I think that's what the, when he, when she says Burke, how long have I been gone? I think he says yeah, 57 years. Yeah, you're right. Years.
0: She thought it would be six weeks and it turned out to be 50 something years. Because it was just random luck well, that they found her. Yeah, and they go off Supposedly. saying about how her daughter has now passed away as an old woman. And they're, in the original, there's a whole slew of scenes of her, you know, about her daughter and being upset. And the image that they use for her daughter, the old woman, is actually her real life mother, which I found to be really cool. And when they cut it out... It caused a lot of animosity between uh Sigourney Weaver, Weaver and the the studio, and she almost, because of that, did not come back for Alien Three. But we'll get to that.
1: Yay!
0: Yay to Alien yeah. Three!
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're not here to talk about Alien Three right at the moment. We're here to talk about Alien Two, also known as Aliens. I think that's all. Well, that's probably the only thing it's known as. Eight the point, Bill Paxton movie. That's eight, what it is. Eight
0: point four out of ten.
1: Eight point uh, on your scale on or, AMDB. On, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah uh, Bill Paxton. He
1: eight point four. Like people are crazy, man. This yeah. is like this is a nine, not nine point five. But this is a nine. Yeah. Is... Yep.
0: But uh, yeah, Bill Paxton like stole the movie. It's
1: game over, man. It's
0: game over. Yeah, he absolutely stole the movie on this one. Which, funny enough, when they didn't think she was going to come back for three, I guess they were in talks with him about bringing him back as the main character. Really? Yeah. But then obviously contractual stuff. Yeah. She came back eventually, as we all know.
1: Yeah, we almost got James Remar in this one, but he is personal issues took him out of the running. They filmed some stuff with him, and instead they uh, brought in the old guy from Terminator, the old Kyle Reese. can't so, think of his uh, real name, but Michael Bean. Michael yes.
0: Bean. So what did yeah. you think of the massive contrasting difference between the first and this one? And by that, I, I mean... I don't think there's a
1: massive contrast. I think oh, there's slightly. Yeah, I mean, there's we more go action. From a small, I feel like it was the same well, universe. we go
0: from... Uh, Small ship that's basically basing it on survival and isolation to a full metal jacket Vietnam style war against aliens. Like huge contrast there.
1: Matter of perspective, I suppose. There's still some small spaces that they're in there. The whole kid in the little tunnels were all crawling around. Newt, you know that's that was still small when they're stuck in the med bay. They were confined in there. Even the control room where they're trying to talk to the Marines as they're getting murdered left and right. That was a small confined space. Yes, it is a very different movie. I'm not disagreeing there, but I, I don't think they're light years apart from yeah, each other. I think an, they seamlessly go together.
0: If there was an open field, you'd say, well, there was a groundhog hole there. That was a small space.
1: It's a gopher hole. <laughs> well, I mean, you asked my oh, opinion, geez. and I gave it. <laughs> I know. I
0: know. Sometimes I regret it.
1: <laughs> um, I, I think the action base of it did lose some of the original essence of it, though. It had flair in different ways. It did take away a little bit more of the horror. It made it less of a horror, a straight-up horror, what's coming out of the shadows, and more of a monster movie. You know, more of a pumpkin head esque
0: See, I thought it took it thing. out of the horror genre and put it more into the action sci-fi, because...
1: Well, I consider creature, feature, or monsters part of the horror genre.
0: Okay. They're, okay. they're
1: still out there to kill you in one way or the other. Yeah. And they're not human- and they'll rip your arms off. And there's blood.
0: Well, and I did enjoy. Big difference compared to the first one was that there was a lot more, in my opinion, uh, not really comic relief, but just a little one-liners. The yeah, like the the back and forth between the Marines and you know, just a grunt. No offense. Have you ever None been
1: taken? Yeah, the, when they jump out of the the pods at the very beginning, like that platoon of soldiers, like you can tell they've been in the the mud together. Like they've done their their Starship Trooper type shit together, and it, it's great.
0: So, again, I went down massive rabbit holes of research. In the beginning, when they're all together and, like, you can just tell that they're, like, really close. They're ragging on each other, you know. James Cameron purposely filmed that whole portion last, at the end of the whole shoot, the end of the movie. That's a good choice. Because, well, he wanted them to work together on the movie to build that real friendship, that real camaraderie.
1: Well, it's a good thing he didn't shoot that at the beginning with James Remar, because he would redo the (laughs) whole—because their scenes— from a distance where he's still you, in it, yeah, but he's kind of like turned to the side, and it's it's Michael Bean's character, you know, it's it's Hicks
0: kind right? of like in uh, Back to the Future when there's some scenes that, yeah, actually aren't Michael J. Fox, little
1: Eric Stoltz running around, yeah, <laughs> that's good that they uh they did it that way. Um, yeah. what, what's your favorite scene of, of part two?
0: The my favorite scene, it's not like some big action sequence, it's not, yeah. You'll notice a lot of my favorite scenes are usually visually pleasing, not so much exciting or, you know. And don't get me wrong, there's some later on that are just fun to watch. But I, I absolutely love the portion where Newt, the little girl that they find, she's just standing in the, like, it's like knee deep water in this little tunnel. And then, I mean, the lighting and everything is great.
1: The claustrophobic tunnel.
0: <sighs> yeah. Okay. And then you just see this xenomorph just stand up behind her, like, just raises up out of the water. And it's just such an in my opinion, like that is the iconic shot of the movie. Not her holding Newt like they put on the, the cover of everything. That to me encompasses the movie like
1: Oh, for it shows how
0: vulnerable that. the human humans really are to these things.
1: I like the med bay scene with her and Newt. Sigourney, with Ripley and Newt. Burke okay. tur- turns off the camera when they're yelling at the camera, Hey, this thing's loose in here, like and he's like
0: Bleep. Yep. Yeah, because he wants them to get infected.
1: Yeah, that was... And, and he, they, oh, man, thing tried. Give that thing A for attempt, man, because it was on it. Well, I
0: never understood, the why it didn't just get on them while they were sleeping. Because it got out while they were asleep. It was disoriented.
1: <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Had a couple shots too many the night before. <laughs> I don't know.
0: But no, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I did enjoy that scene as well. I have to say, out of the entire franchise, even the xenomorphs included... And, you know, later on we get David and everybody else. Burke is still probably my top pick for the just downright scummiest villain oh, of ball. the
1: whole series. Such a sleazeball. Because he's
0: he is the epitome of greed. He just wanted that money. He wanted that paycheck. He didn't care how many y'all. people died. And just the way he went about it was just uh, it was just so sleazy.
1: Like I think a runner-up scene, now that it popped in my head. Is when they're like, oh, they're they're here, they're here. What? They're, I don't see him here. I don't see him anywhere. In the second one, yeah. And then they look up at the rafters, and they're crawling upside down on the roof of the rafters. Yes, that's oh. a pretty badass scene as well.
0: It's game over. Which did you know it was simply filmed the other way? Of course it was. <laughs> they just <laughs> movie worked. magic. But yeah, flip the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I just I see again the practical effects. I just yeah, I well, love they took, that stuff. They
1: improved every practical effect from the first one and cranked it up to eleven.
0: So I think aliens
1: Except for some of the explosions at the end, but that's just when it was filmed.
0: Well, yeah. or like when the ship's coming down, when he yells game over, it was not even a green screen. That was literally a giant like projector screen behind them playing. Yeah. And um, Lance
1: Hendrickson, we can't gloss over the fact that Lance Hendrick, Hendrickson's in this and he's just absolutely amazing.
0: He's it's just
1: he's so cool. The Who? knife scene that he does with Bill Paxton. Oh, okay. The improvisation th- there—that w- that's nope. not exactly how that scene was supposed to go. So Bill Paxton's reaction on his face—he's not expecting them, really. Yeah, to be like, "That's when he's like, oh, ah!
0: you know." That's which, if you great. watch, you can see like kind of like small movements. They obviously sped the scene up, but
1: well, didn't somebody get a finger? Yeah. jacked up in real life. Yeah, in, in
0: real life they did screw it up and cut somebody. See, that's the thing. Again, practical effects—they. Hey, we need you to not cut your hand off, but go. Go ahead and do this quick.
1: And they, were, those two, were, if you want to see any more of those two together, After Dark, I should probably know this if I'm going to shout it out. There's a vampire movie, I'm pretty sure, called After Dark. Lance Hendrickson, Bill Paxton, vampires taking out people. It's great. That does Fantastic sound right. Movie. So good.
0: I'm going to have to watch that. actually. I'm not a yeah, big vampire of... horror person, but Bill Paxton is just.
1: Dude, Bill Paxton just eats every scene he's in. And spits it back at you. He every is scene. the
0: perfect example, like we talked about before, of actors who never phone it in.
1: No, he's there. He for can be everything. the worst movie ever, and he's gonna be great. Another good one, Frailty. He's so good in Frailty. Mm-hmm. He directed that one, I do believe. So good. really, huh. yeah. Alien Two, excellent movie. I don't personally think it's as good as the first one. I think it's extremely close, depending on the day. Like if you just want a good, like you say, claustrophobic movie, throw the first one on. The second one, if you just want to have fun, watch Aliens. But which one oh, yeah. do you think is better?
0: Oh man. So I do believe Aliens is one of the very, very few movies that I can say came extremely close, if not better, than the original.
1: It's like Lethal Weapon and Lethal Weapon one and two. Yeah, so It depends yeah, on what oh, mood
0: you're in. Is which it a one Tuesday or a Friday? Which yeah, day are you watching it. Exactly. On? I mean, so I would almost if, if I have to honestly pick one of them, overall I'm going to have to go with just the classic alien simply because you're not supposed to know what's coming. I mean, the second one, okay, you know it's going to show up somewhere. The first one, you have no idea what to expect. Even the characters, they don't know what's going on. Watching them figure it out is just so amazing. I mean, yeah, the Marines had no idea what they were walking into, but at the same time... (laughs) I I will
1: say the military in some of these movies, Like, I know a a big gripe for a lot of these movies is that the scientists are dumb. These are the dumbest scientists ever. These are some of the dumbest military people ever. Oh yeah, like like who who's running these units? Who's doing the training? Yeah. Like, what is going on? But be that as it may, whatever it, it is, what it is. But still, they're they're fun popcorn movies, and I love it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Now you want to move on to one that's uh, maybe not so great in the popcorn department. Maybe somebody not, forgot the salt and butter on the not popcorn just here. Yet. No, not yet. Oh, you got some more?
0: Um, well, so I in my my deep dives of research. Um, I did find that apparently the marines were originally modeled after Vietnam, like that era. And like
1: with their their turtle helmets.
0: Yes. And seeing how they came across like you said is kind of arrogant, kind of stupid. The I don't think it was really Scott. I think it was like the the one like casting director came out and said like he feels horrible about it cuz looking back now but like he had a, a sibling, I think it was that got drafted into Vietnam. Like looking back now, he realizes like it was disrespectful towards the soldiers. Interesting. But I also feel that the way they acted, it completely made the movie. They went into it thinking it's not a big deal.
1: I, they acted to me like they should. Like that is a that's a unit of people. Like that's that's yeah. how people act in the barracks. That that's what you it's do. You joke around. Yep. It's their military tactics that I found a little lacking. But them just you know high fiving each other and joking around, like that's that's what happens all the time. But their flanking ability <laughs> and their their, their reconnaissance maybe. So, so my cool.
0: uh, last thing on aliens, and we can move on. How much do you think Sigourney Weaver got paid for this one? And I will say, at the time, the most any actress, so female actor, forty two, had ever made on a movie. I'm gonna say forty two thousand or she made $1 million. One million? Her contract million, was, million was for a $1 million dollars. plus a percentage of box office profits. It was the biggest deal any actress had ever received at the time.
1: She deserved it because she was, again, oh. she took everything from her Ripley in part one and cranked it up in part two. Yep. She played the nightmare stuff. She had the night sweats going on. Like Everything was just great.
0: Yeah, and then we, we finally finish out with her and Newt on their escape pod. They vent an alien because they do that in, like, every movie. Get away from her, Everyone. you yeah. witch! And the, uh, oh, we, we didn't say about the, the robotic move. armor.
1: The robot jocks?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's not as bad as robot jocks.
0: All right. No,
1: no, no. Robot jocks was, no, that is a great scene. And I guess the problem is, is I've seen these movies so many times, and I I, I watch them so quickly in my yeah. head over and over that, I just see them as one giant package of amazing
0: Well, what did you stuff? think about the whole idea of bringing in a big Xenomorph queen? I mean, it...
1: Well, you can't just be one-dimensional like you were in the first one. Right. I mean, and mean, it was fine for that one, but you couldn't just play that song again. Right. You had to have a couple more hits. And the whole maternal battle, you know, she's battling for this little kid. She She's, she's like she's her surrogate
0: mom, which yeah. did she, towards the end, Newt does call her mommy.
1: Yeah. You got to feel a little bit sympathetic. at The alien... They're not inherently evil. Right. They don't, from their perspective, they're just doing what their instinctual biological clock says. Eat and breed and kill and do whatever. They should
0: make a movie from the point of view of a xenomorph. They're sharks, man. They're alien sharks. What's that? I want a movie that follows the point of view of a xenomorph raising its family and then seeing Sigourney Weaver come in and slaughter its whole family.
1: Hashtag alien queen was
0: right. We'll call it Alien Wick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll get into dead dogs later on in the series. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I thought that whole entire, and I never as a kid realized that di- that dynamic in between the two, mommy versus mommy. I never really. It was started. just oh, big and alien. Just, oh, and then she's got the big
0: yellow. You
1: know. Yep. But the fact that Alien could like battle that suit, I mean, I know they always show like monsters and creatures are somehow tougher and like they can handle. Shit. You know, you, you see them like like even the Jurassic Park movies, they're like running through buildings and smashing. Like, my dog, like, tries to run up the steps and does it the wrong way. He's like, you know? So, (laughs) yeah. I did like the fact that alien was, oh, that did hurt a little bit. Like, this giant machine did hurt me a little bit, you know? So, but she was tough enough to battle it for a while. Great, great stuff. Do you want to move on to worse stuff now? I'm not trying to rush us along here. I'm not trying to chug along. No, I'm just
0: trying to avoid getting to this movie.
1: Well, (laughs) if you remember our text thread off mic about this whole thing. And yeah. I was like, oh, you had said, maybe we deep dive and we do a one on each movie. And I was like, dude, I can't do an hour and a half on Alien 3. <laughs> like, I just, I do not well, have that type of energy, But well, then man. I cut it
0: down I said, oh, let's just do two episodes. We'll cover one through three and then four in the prequel. And you're like, no. yeah." I mean, granted. I it, think three and four, we could burn through pretty quick.
1: Like, I, I credit all those out there who've taken an hour to two, two and a half hour their podcast or their YouTube channel, and they have just hammered these things, and that, that's fine. I'm gonna leave that to the experts. You want all the information? There's plenty of other sources. Did Halloweenies do this one? That is their next season. They're doing the Alien franchise. Really? Yes, they are. So, so they are. I boy,
0: just recently started following them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna check them out.
1: Yeah, I love Justin and and all those guys. They're they're great. The problem is,
0: I gotta find a time to check them out in between all my Mysterious Universe episodes. Oh, Shout out Mysterious Universe.
1: Yeah, you're you're gonna start cheating on the Aussies, man.
0: Ben and Aaron, if you ever hear this, you are like my podcast idols. You are amazing. It's really funny though because they just recently started doing YouTube, so you can watch them. So they can't edit in post, so they're always like, oh, crap, I'm not ready. And it's like, you're you're being recorded, because they don't cut it out. They just, yeah. it is what it is. And some of it is just absolute hysterical. Maybe one day we'll get to
1: the point where you won't have to edit so much. Probably We'll get not. that smooth. You Probably know, and then, not. <laughs> <laughs> leave my ums and ims and ums out there, man. Just
0: No, because Emily will yell at us. That, remember, that, that was her very first critique was, you guys say um yeah. too much. And that's still yeah. the biggest thing I take out is, uh um yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, ooh. hey shout out to Emily cuz she's been listening steadily I mean she's one episode behind she said something the other day and I was like that was in the new episode she goes no the the horse the 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 dead one it's like the dead horse beatdown so I was like damn dude, dude you're paying attention people keep calling it beating
0: a dead horse and I'm like no it is the dead horse beatdown does not
1: allow us to talk about beating dead horses they do you don't. people
0: understand how hard it was for me to try and ai generate of beating a dead horse. It would not allow No, it. no. That's why no the icon is just a baseball bat in the corner. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Speaking Moving of on. dead dogs, and Alien dead horses and 3. Oxen. Alien was an 8.5. Aliens. So Alien 2 is an 8.4. Alien 3 is a 6.4 out of 10. <laughs> that is a huge drop-off for a series that was doing so well. From
1: a director who... H-Train,
0: what happened?
1: Listen, this has got uh, David Fincher is that his name? Yes. First movie. Uh, didn't do a whole lot of stuff before that. You know, this G- his first movie. This is uh, his first theatrical movie. I Really? Movie oh, did, oh, yeah. I didn't know so, that. I mean, okay. He did way back when. I mean, wow. th- he just put out the Hitman with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, in, I was going to say.
0: I mean, he's just done a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, he's pretty much distanced himself from this movie. He said studio interference. I don't really associate myself with it. It is what it is. I did what I did, and it's over. Um, it was nineteen ninety two. I, I, I understand there's a lot of turmoil backstage on this one. Um, I don't know specifically who was... I I think the studio wanted one movie. I think a writer wanted another movie. This director wanted to do another movie. And you get a lot of spaghetti thrown against the wall here.
0: I I did do... In my reading, I did find that apparently the script changed back and forth between... It was literally like three different ideas, probably at least a dozen times. Did they all have lice in them? I don't know about that. (laughs) But the inmates used to be monks... Yeah. they used to think Ripley was like the incarnation of the devil like it was just all this stuff that they then changed to inmates like yeah
1: well I mean you get somebody like um Charles not Charles dance he's in the movie uh, as the doctor but uh, from Game of Thrones fame fantastic actor Charles Dutton Timothy yeah. Dutton what, Tim- tell me his name you got the cast in front of
0: you I don't have the cast in front I
1: agree. Anyway, Charles Dutton was in prison, I do believe, for a while.
0: Yes. Um, so I thought
1: it was pretty cool that he was in here as an inmate. Charles Dance, great. I don't really know okay. the other actors' names. I, so
0: it was Charles Dutton that you're thinking of. He played Leonard Dillon.
1: Yes, the lead, uh, the pseudo-leader of the inmates.
0: Yes, he was uh, in prison at one time for manslaughter. I don't know the details. I don't I don't want to know the details on that. I just know that they said that he took some acting classes, and when he got out, he pursued acting. And he's done a lot of good stuff back in the nineties. Really uh, focused on his prison time for this movie. But it as shows. you said, all the back and forth between scripts, you see him being a complete jerk to her Ripley at one point, and then saving her at the next. Like it's so well, back and forth. He has a line.
1: He's like, "Listen, I mean, you shouldn't be here, but we're obviously not going to let this horrible stuff right. happen to you."
0: But it was so back and forth because there were literally cuts from the different scripts being put together. Yeah.
1: This is your your classic interference. Do you of, need a heater? No, I don't want a heater. I'm just going to put my blankie on, my horror Sorry. blankie. We can. Natalie got me.
0: We can pause and you can get your heater. You can just hug <laughs> that lava lamp. I'm sure that's warm enough.
1: Yeah, I put it on all day. I was like, maybe more if it's going to burn
0: the house down. So, you know, I'm leaving this all in, right? Yeah, yeah whatever. Okay, good. That's, I don't, I'm not scripted, man.
1: <laughs> scripts are for actors and I ain't no actor, homie. Unless you want to hire me. And I'll take money to be an actor. I would
0: happily be a voice actor if anybody needs to hire a I would if I was squeaky at it. little, you know, nobody.
1: Spooky little nobody. Squeaky, squeaky. squeaky. You no, know. is that your rapper name? Yeah. Squeaky little nobody coming at you with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, right. see, we're having more fun joking about that than we are Alien Three.
0: That's because we don't want to talk about Alien Three. Uh-
1: <laughs> I think you know I, it was on a lot as a kid on the TV. And I remember seeing it. Maybe the commercials were good because it gave you a break. And maybe my young thirteen year old brain didn't really over absorb it didn't
0: really what register was what was yeah, happening. It was
1: just, oh look, there's aliens and they're not really well done. The yeah. effects aren't that great. Um now I do remember there's there's two different versions of this. The one I watched today and I think the one that you said that you watched is where the, the oxen just magically dies. And they don't know why it died, yep. and then the alien bursts out of it. The one I saw as a kid, there's a dog, or I do believe a Rottweiler, that gets uh, see the
0: one I saw. Up, it was all horribly oh, yep, sad. Yeah, the cow's dead, and you find out that there's now this dog thing, like the Demi dogs from Stranger Things, but in yep. this case, it's a alien dog running around. No, I never saw the one with the dog, and I'm pretty grateful. Dog, it was disturbing. I felt yeah, so
1: bad for this dog. Like, see, I feel like I would
0: really, uh, I would have hated it. Yeah, just yeah. I know you love your dogs, too. I mean? You're, yeah. you're... Could you could you imagine if it tried to get a pug, <laughs> like this <laughs> flat faced little like alien trying to like run around and it uh, had to stop every ten steps catch its breath an Alien Toby. Going... It wouldn't be able to stab you with its tail because it'd be too curled up.
1: Uh, just imagine <laughs> the Snyder's alien dog. Alien Toby. Oh jeez. Oh, could it get more gross? Our
0: buddy John has
1: a. Uh, that a gonna stop listening to this now. Boston
0: Terrier that is. It hates me. Every time it's ever seen me, dude, it, you have a
1: tar- You have a red have a sign target. straight to your nuts.
0: Yes, I have a target on my crotch. Every <laughs> single time that dog comes to me, it somehow nails bull rushes me you every just... time.
1: Oh, and I've witnessed it three times. He is not making this up. This dog has a vendetta for your job. Or like,
0: I'll be, it'll be super calm, and I'll be sitting on the couch talking, and all of a sudden it's just like pounce right on my yeah. right on my lap. I'm
1: not a huge Toby fan.
0: Oh, I love Toby, but he's he's a jerk. <laughs> There's no way around it. Malachi, tame your dog.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes.
0: Uh, All right, so back to the movie that we really want to get through.
1: Yes, Alien 3. So Look,
0: so on a rewatch, it's still a good movie as far as entertainment-wise. It's
1: still a lot better than a lot of sci-fi channel movies. Oh, absolutely.
0: It's just, I don't think it's a good entry into this franchise.
1: No, don't start with 3. No, no, don't do that. no! Like, oh, Lannister from Game of Thrones is in here. I'll check it out. Don't.
0: <laughs> Every movie no. has its its pitfall. This is absolutely one of the pitfalls. Yeah,
1: you know I've seen so many roles with Charles Dance, and he's such a good villain. I'm watching this this morning, drinking my coffee, and I'm thinking you just
0: watched it this morning.
1: Yeah, that's great. Uh, and, and i'm seeing like behind his eyes it's like he wants to be an evil bastard <laughs> like i don't think charles dance can do like he obviously did do hey i'm a nice doctor guy but i expected him to just turn out be a villain in this movie somewhere <laughs> you know, like even though i know he's not he's just he's such a cool evil dude you know and they made him a good guy they should have switched him around somewhere with another actor maybe in the movie what it made know. a difference i don't know i don't know I'm not sure a lot could really save this movie. It is my least favorite of the franchise, for sure. Yes. My least so,
0: favorite. All right. So just in case you didn't make it this far into the franchise, which uh, we're not going to blame you if you didn't. Uh, real quick uh, overview of Alien 3. Ripley, Newt, and who'd you say it was? Hicks. Hicks. Corporal Hicks. Corporal Hicks. Uh, they are all in their little escape pod after the events of Aliens. You like how I emphasize the S? Speak parcel uh, tongue. Long story short. Bad things happen. Their ship crashes. We don't know why, which we do know why. And everyone is killed but Ripley. And yes, that's right. Newt, the entire point of the second movie is murdered off camera. And then she looks mangled too. It's horrible. I'm, oh, it makes me so mad. Like, they, they, ooh. It, it just, it frustrates me because they went through so much for that sole purpose of saving her. Yeah, and they then they just, just flown just, away. Just kill her off. They
1: just could have flown away.
0: And Hicks, fun fact. The reason he was mangled so bad was the actor, uh, who was it? Um, Michael Bean. Thank you. Michael Bean refused to come back. I don't know why. Uh, and he also refused to let them use his likeness on camera. So they had to mangle the crap out of his model, I guess you would say. Uh, that way it couldn't be recognized, so or it that, looked like a
1: big giant uh shard of metal well, yeah
0: like, well so he wouldn't get they wouldn't get sued it. or anything by him for using it and I don't know the the details, but I guess later he finally agreed to allow them to use his image like a picture, and that's why he is brought up on the screen later as being you know like a deceased and so I don't know what happened there uh, it's a real shame because I loved his character and two he's a good actor, but uh, he's yeah. great
1: in the second one, for sure. Uh,
0: So, yeah, uh, they crash land on what was originally supposed to be... uh, Some sort of
1: ore refinery. Yeah.
0: But at one time, it was supposed to be a planet with monks.
1: Standard steel on Uh, another planet.
0: Again, this movie went through many script changes. Uh, Yeah, long story short, Ripley gets taken in by the the prison, because it is a prison planet.
1: Yes, there's only, like, a handful of prisoners left. Like Some of them died off. There's really
0: no way off, and nobody cares about the place. No. Once you're there, you're there, pretty much. Yeah, and it's all men. No women. Hey, guess what? There's something in Ripley's belly. Well,
1: and apparently in another creature, too, because an ox magically gets impregnated by an alien.
0: Mm, that is true. I didn't think about that. Hmm. Yeah, they, what, she, what, what happened to old, old Bessie? What happened to yeah. old Bessie? Well, yeah, old, we old talked belly, what we happened? Happened? about the dog and the she, Bessie. I didn't think yeah. about that, because you only ever see in like the beginning sequence, I guess, of it crashing... You see what you're 99 percent sure is a face hugger. I don't, well, know, yeah. well, I don't remember one if they of showed the it or not. Kind
1: of melted, and when... well, yeah,
0: well, they, in the show, like the the glass on the one pod is broken. Yeah, but they kind of lead you to think that it went for Newt, not Ripley. But then you find out everyone's dead except for Ripley. So,
1: well, one Bishop comes back, you know, because his uh, android body was on yeah, the she, ship as well after he got ripped his in face. half, <laughs> yeah, in, in part two. You know and she brings him back online, and he says, You know, there was an alien on board, they didn't know about it, and uh, that's what happened. She's like, Oh, shit, that explains mm. everything, man. It's and okay. He's like, Please put me out of my misery and shut me down. I don't want to live this way. Then he
0: says something like, I can't feel my legs,
1: yeah. Like, and I just pictured major pain,
0: you ain't got no legs, <laughs> <laughs>
1: chugga. Chug. <laughs> we're here about
0: a little engine that could again (laughs) oh geez so many movies being thrown in here
1: yes yes so yeah so they find out there's an alien there Uh, they finally believe her he starts picking off the prisoners one by one
0: that's what actually that is written down as i think my favorite scene in this movie is when they finally believe her because there's a scene where there and i think it's the cafeteria and the warden is like going on this this soapbox there's no alien you know Get back to this work. This is the facts, people. And then all of a sudden, it just rips him up to the ceiling and he's gone. What I love about that is his rubber ball. It just bounces. Falls
1: and bounces, yes. And I'm like, oh, But that what was
0: cool. makes that the best is a, just a very little bit later, you see a guy mopping the floor there and he uh-huh. keeps looking <laughs> yep. up. I was like, who put this guy in the duty? <laughs> I know. Who put him on that that part? Like, he, Hey, we know he just died there, but can you go clean that up? Yeah, there's like a massive alien up there just snatching people
1: up. Hey, little Johnny, <laughs> could you go mop that up? Man, talk about the low man on the totem pole Easily, right there.
0: That is my favorite part of that movie. It's not cinematically exciting, like I said before, but it's just that to me, that was like the comic relief of the movie it was just the way he kept like side eyeing the whole like, is it going to come? Is it going to come? That was come? a
1: very, very good scene. I don't even know if I had to even choose a favorite scene of part three. uh, What would I think? Um, Let me replay the movie in my head a little bit. Well, you know, it wasn't in this one, but so I'm going to go with the dog bursting. Not because like, oh, I love to see it, but it was the the scene in a horror movie. You're supposed to be disturbed. You're supposed to be frightened. You know, caught off guard. Yeah. And that was that was the one as a kid. So I'm going to go with the the dog bursting scene. Okay. That depending on the scene or the, the version of this movie, you folks out there are going to snag if you want to go watch it. And we're not saying don't watch this movie. No. I think it's, it's important, whether it's the great one or not, Like it's important to the whole entire overarching story. So I think you should, in all intents and purposes, watch this movie. That way you understand what's going on in the entire series. Because if there's one thing I will give this series for, it is somewhat continuity. You understand from beginning to end, at least the first four, who these characters are and yeah. why it's happening.
0: And like I said, overall, I mean, it's not, it's, like not, it's not that it's a bad movie. It just doesn't feel like it matches the flow of the first two before it.
1: If it would have been on its own and not been an alien movie, it would have been interesting.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. With,
1: like, no Absol- Ripley yeah. in it, but yet, like, a different type of alien creature.
0: If it was, a, like, a, a Sharknado B movie. No, that, that's pushing no. that's, <laughs> <Well>, that's harsh. <laughs> yeah. No, but, yeah, if it would have been a slightly different aliens attacking this colony movie... I think it would have been great. I just think it didn't fit into the overall aesthetic that they were setting, or the tone that they were setting for this There's a lot of
1: 90s movies that have that dark grittiness to them that bring in, and even the next one's directed by a French guy, but this one even to me has like a French feel to it. I don't know what David Fincher is. I don't know what his nationality is or where he's from, but I feel like there's a lot of movies like around this time, and even some of the Hellraisers and things that had the same colorization same saturation, the same tone to them. It, it was a product of its time for sure, and that's. Uh, I, I don't know if I have any much more to say on Alien Three. I, I really don't. Uh, unless you have specific questions to ask.
0: Well, it looks like David Fincher was born in Denver, Colorado. So no, he's not quite French. Oh, okay. Well, but he, it looks like he did go on. I didn't know this. He did go on to do. Uh, oh, great the movies! Movie later Seven, on. Zodiac, yeah. stuff like that. Like what's in the box, man? What's in
1: the box? Can you imagine uh, Bill Paxton doing that scene. What's in the box, man? What's in the box? <laughs> it's
0: game over. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't. Be able to, I wouldn't be able to not laugh
1: <laughs> all day. We've this whole entire time we've been doing this alien thing for the last couple of days. Like every time I catch myself, I'm just out of boredom. I'm like, it's game over. Okay, like it just it won't get out of my head. That's when oh, you know geez. you have a good actor and a good scene. Oh yeah, and some some good yeah. dialogue. Bill Paxton, weird science,
0: great. So, other than receiving producer <laughs> credits, how much do you think? Our girl Sigourney Weaver was paid for this movie. She got a million the last 35, one. Thirty five, thirty to thirty five thousand. I said that backwards. Then a million. So what was this one? Now keep in mind this is nineteen
1: ninety two. Oh, it's still I'm gonna go with seventy four. I think it dropped. You think it dropped? I think it dropped.
0: They had to pay her because remember, she didn't want to come back. Remember that?
1: Okay, so I told you million, that tidbit, a million and a
0: half. Four million. What for what oh man. She received four million dollars for this movie. What was the budget on this movie? I mean That I don't know. You know but I'm gonna guess probably uh Does
1: that mean she gets like five, six, man. ten million to come back for resurrection?
0: <laughs> I have that written down. Oh, we'll get my to it. Lord, okay. All right, so moving into what I personally feel and IMDB agrees at a six point two out of ten is the worst in the franchise. Do you think it, it's worse than three? Alien Resurrection. I didn't like this one at all i did but i didn't and i'll explain why
1: so i was really afraid because i haven't seen it in a long time i i played the movie this afternoon and you get the cgi teeth at the very beginning it looks like i'm watching transformers beast wars you know saturday morning cartoons yep and i was like oh no i don't remember it being this bad is Babylon 5? Oh, no. What is going on? And it did zoom out, but the CGI in this one, woo, they were they were like, taking swings, experimenting with some new technology, did not oh, yeah. age well. I don't remember it being like that when I first saw it, but that
0: was, when, when did this one come out now? Uh, this one came out in 1997. So, 97. I was um, like 14. Directed by Jean-Pierre Junet. Junet? Juanet? I don't know. Your, guess, your guess is as good as mine. So this one, they actually re it as a science fiction horror dark comedy. Who's
1: doing the classifications on this? I don't know. This? I think people were just writing things but on I'm not IMD. A,
0: I don't see how it's a dark comedy. If anything, I think two would have been a dark comedy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I, I
0: don't agree with that at all. This one is based 200 years after the events of the first Alien movie. Now, all right, we didn't mention it, but at the end of Alien 3, Ripley discovers, oh, she does have the queen egg inside of her. It's about to burst out. So she goes full on. Thermal
1: shock. Because I was like, how did it die? I looked this up and called it thermal shock.
0: Well, that was for the one alien. Yeah. 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 They, um, how, how was it? Because it was weird. It falls in like molten It fell in molten metal. Lead, or they dump molten lead on it or something like that. And then it jumped out. And I was like, first off, how did it survive that? Right. And then they set off the sprinklers and the cold water hits the hot. Skin yeah. or, and it
1: screams and then it just explodes.
0: It was because it's, the idea was that the cold caused it to constrict really fast, so it basically just destroyed it. You know, so it survived the super hot metal, but then yeah, it imploded.
1: Yeah. So it, whatever, but, yeah, the science
0: At the end of three Ripley realizes the queen's in her about to pop out, so she does a backward swan dive into the uh yeah, lava. She tries basically. to pull a uh a T800 molten, and
1: go, yeah, uh, the molten no, I know why you cry.
0: And I mean, we have. Wayland, there, the actual Wayland dude. Well, kind of. I'm a human. Look at me, I'm human. Yeah, telling her not to do it. Please, let us, you know, let us look at experiment. Let us get this thing. You'll be set for life. And she's like, "Mm, Yeah, nope. See ya. Yeah. Well, this is set 200 years later, and we discover that apparently the same corporation, now owned by Walmart, (laughs) now owned by Walmart,
1: Walmart, according to one of the characters.
0: It's uh, they've now been cloning Ripley based on DNA they got from the uh refinery yes to do experiments on her i mean too. she
1: cut her hair i mean there's yeah. dna alien everywhere so
0: my understanding was that they were doing experiments to try and bring her back in hopes that the dna they got was already tainted with the alien inside of her so that they could bring her back with the alien but you it know, didn't I, work that way i'm surprised in
1: the science of of the game of phone here, or the copy, or the Xerox every time he copies something over and over and over and over again. Eventually, you lose the original, right? But somehow, they got really close to the damn original Alien here. Yeah. But, I mean, advanced science, we're not there yet, I guess. So.
0: Nope. Uh, so, yeah, they're they are genetically, the, the whole movie's based on like genetic engineering and the idea of becoming the master of creation, essentially. Yeah. And I can't remember the actor's name, but he plays Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings, that little- Brad
1: Dora from yes, the Chucky yes. series, man. He's that- Now park this piece of shit. Like, Wrong series, I'm
0: sorry. Little worm, like Wormtongue, he's that little worm dude, like yeah. Well, wiggly. see,
1: here's the thing to me, in he... the in the beginning of the movie, you can already tell he's, he's like a rat dude, but he's not oh, yeah. super slimy yet. But then towards the end, when he's up on the wall, that's when he's like really oh, nasty. Yeah. When he's at his most vulnerable, right? That's when he, like, pulls out his Charles Lee Ray side and was, like, just...
0: Yeah. So, we find out that the Wayland Walmart (laughs) Corporation has finally, I guess you would say, trapped, Well, no, no, no. you're incorrect here.
1: You're incorrect. This is not the corporation. This is not Wayland yutani This is the... Just Walmart. No, this is just the Marines. Oh, it's Disney. The, what are they called? Um, Oh, you're right. The United Air... You're it, this right. is Air Force. It's Air Force. I forgot about the... Force. Space Force. I'm sorry. It's Space Force. Basically,
0: wayland has gone, and this is...
1: Yeah, this is it's the military. U.S. military. Yeah, well, maybe not the U.S., but it's yeah. US. It, it's yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, like I said, Space Force. Space and Force have taken over the galaxy.
0: They've finally been able to weaponize, or at least they're breeding. Yeah,
1: they brought in Daniel Hededa from uh, uh, Commando. Yes. <laughs> they brought him in with all his arm hair. <laughs> his... Oh, he's so hairy. Ron Perlman. <laughs> yes, Ron. Oh, I'm surprised it, David uh, Goyer didn't do this movie. Yeah. The original Blade.
0: Hellboy. Uh,
1: yeah. All, all the 90s stars are in this. I mean, there's... there's a Ryder? Yeah, I know. She plays the
0: android. I can't remember Call.
1: her. Yes. Yeah, because that's just... So, I don't remember the first name, but her last name is Call, like you're calling a cab. Yep.
0: As I said off mic, in the first movie, it was Ash, so the android started with an A. In the second movie, it was... Uh, Bishop. Bishop, starting with a B. So this one was a C. What was it? Cole? Cole? Call, call. Sorry, call. And then, I mean, obviously, if you follow the franchise, you know in Prometheus it's a D, David, which is weird because it goes back in time. But whatever.
1: So
0: yeah, with Resurrection, uh, the whole idea is that they're trying to to produce these suckers for weapons, and you they can't control them. And no. we find out quickly they well, can't they're control hubris them.
1: Things right away they can, but they right. can't. You know, so Ripley now is this is Ripley eight. It's the eighth generation
0: clone. Yep. Uh, she's, I, I don't like her. She is an arrogant, like, I mean, she, they bred her, or yeah, bred her, cloned her, uh, genetically modified her. So now she is, like, super strength almost. Well, she's she, very, she, very arrogant.
1: She's not, she's very cold and almost non-human. She's very over-sexualized. Yeah, there's... I, I know this is Joss Whedon that, way was back the in the day.
0: It was definitely the writing.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love Firefly and Serenity, and I do like the first Avengers. Joss Whedon maybe has Happy. some issues in his personal life, but you can tell this is a raw Joss Whedon, and there are some lines that she has to deliver. <laughs> that, now, yeah. there's stuff that like, Ron Perlman says. I'm like, yes, there's so many 90, 90s movies I've seen him in. That's classic Ron Perlman. Like, that's just the way he does his... Oh, absolutely. But for Sigourney Weaver, it was awkward.
0: It fe- yeah, it felt weird. Yeah. It didn't feel right at all.
1: But overall, I like this movie a hell of a lot more than you do. Now, I don't think it's better than the first two, but I definitely think it's miles beyond part three. I really, really do. Yeah, I think it's way better than part yeah. three. What's
0: your favorite part of this one? Oh, man. Ah.
1: Uh, I don't... I mean. There's some... You said dark comedy for this one, right? Or was that the last yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, this
0: one has dark comedy, it says.
1: Um, I did like it when uh, Daniel Hedaya tosses the grenade into the life raft that's jumping and it blows up mm-hmm. and then the alien shows up right behind him and it sticks in the back of his head. And he, he reaches back there. It just kind of pulls a piece of his brain, brain skull out and he just drops over. There's a couple scenes in here. I really like, so I'll just rush them here really quick. So I don't lose them in my brain when the alien trio realizes how they need to get out of their cage and two of them turn on the one brutal, that like, absolute brutal. So and that is was, wow.
0: my favorite scene. I started to feel for the aliens a little bit here. That's my favorite scene. They realize that if they kill the third sibling, the acid blood will eat through the floor and they can escape.
1: Yeah. That Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She got munched on and acid everywhere. And, of course, Ripley's Kid. I don't care what it's called, the movie. I've For years, I've always called it Ripley's Kid. The scene where it's born, kills the- The queen- Queen Mother punches, but it's, it's like, You're not my mommy.
0: Literally punches its face off,
1: <laughs> straight decks it, leaves um, the lower
0: jaw, but takes off the whole top half. That and then she's
1: he, it, it is so connected to Ripley, just wants a mom, has that weird squeaky. I have this gray cat right now, and I said to you in text that what this alien reminds me of my cat on crack, like it wants to be so lovey and then just bite you. And then wants to nuzzle you and then bite you.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, that one. Yeah, I Baby thought you were Bear, referring yes. to. The, I thought you were referring to the little white aliens in the beginning of. Uh, well, that one too.
1: But are I was thinking like, about just... all these here. <laughs> yeah, um, because yeah, because those like, are it ferocious. Out, it like licks her.
0: you and then it wants to bite you. Yeah, <laughs> and so and then the, the death
1: of Ripley's kid. I will say Sigourney Weaver's acting when she's in the corner there and she's just watching, like she, I swear she takes her arm and like wants to reach out, but she, it's already too far gone. She knows her child has to die. This is a creature that's just going to mm. murder everybody. But her, her maternal instincts want her to save this. And like, you see the tears in her eyes, the sorrow that she has in that scene. Be a, a not great sci-fi movie. If you want to call it that, like I thought it was fantastic.
0: And I think I figured out the, the actual movies, all of them, well, at least these four Sigourney Weaver, They're simply about how Sigourney Weaver is a shit mother. Whoa. (laughs) All of her kids end up dead. Not by her (laughs) fault. Okay, well, the first one,
1: she's out mining because she's probably a single mommy that needs to go make the money. And then she took a
0: nap for 50 years and let her kid die.
1: Oh, Oh, man. Only to wake up and get demoted. Hot take right here. Hashtag Sigourney (laughs) Weaver is a horrible mom.
0: In the movie, Ellen Ripley
1: is. Ellen Ripley. Ellen Ripley. Even eight generations later, in the scene where she finds Generation 7 laying on the table, mm. begging to be killed. Yeah. I will say, though, why did you do it with a flamethrower? <laughs> <laughs> like, you took the time to shoot other things in that area, but you couldn't just shoot. Like You had to use the flamethrower. Josh, if I'm ever on my last lung of <laughs> breath of life, and you have flamethrower, or oh. you have... One
0: bullet, like, dude. I will please just, don't use the flamethrower, man. I would lay you on a hot plate and turn it on. <laughs> cruel. So cruel. Yeah, I know. I, I do agree. That was really messed up. I, that was one of the things I remember most because I remember catching this on TV as a kid, too.
1: It was on quite often.
0: Uh, when the hole gets punched in the hall and you see the alien gang literally. The CGI after out. it though, yeah. yeah. But you see it getting sucked out from the back, and like its skull crushing as the pressure pulls uh-huh. it out into space, and it's whining. It's like, oh, it no. was very emotional, but at the same time, it's a newborn. That was well, yes. Yeah, the thing was alive for like an hour. It didn't have time to really learn anything, and that's one thing I always had a problem with. Is if you actually look at the movie, it was learning slight human traits from Ripley. How far could that have actually gone?
1: If she could have, like, tamed it and just kept it in the bay for a while by herself, they could have contained it somewhere to, or, or quarantined it, uh, segregated it somewhere to where it could not have the ability to munch on everybody else. She, I mean, that could have been yeah a really good asset for yeah. her anywhere. I mean, but no, they just decided I, I to brutally
0: murder this newborn. Well, and I'm pretty sure, though, I'm pretty sure Resurrection was the most graphic of the movies,
1: there's a lot of blood, a lot of acid. Well, they
0: didn't, they didn't shy away from it. Like when the newborn bites Worm Tongue's head off, well,
1: just like skull cap off.
0: Like you just see blood pouring down. Like they don't censor any of that. Like it's right there. Yeah, they really went for the. Uh, I can't recall really practical effects on that one because it's a giant CGI creature.
1: Yeah, well, like they're even swimming. It's very yeah. CGI.
0: But they they definitely went for the gore factor in this one. I feel
1: there's a scene where it's swimming and the, the one lady's trying to get away, and she's really not that much of an important character. I didn't learn her name. She doesn't say much. Only the, her husband, the dude with a really deep voice, the captain gets killed, mm-hmm. Um, the guy from The Crow. And, like, the alien, she's swimming, and he just grabs her by the ankle. And the camera just sits there for a second, and then it just slowly pulls her away. Like, I don't know. It was a weird choice of a scene. Yeah. It was shot. It was kind of iffy. But,
0: yeah. I will say, though, it was really... I think it was a really good choice to show them swimming. I thought that was a really cool aspect. Cause, adaptability. Yeah, well, adaptability, and it really showed them they had kind of almost this eel-like fluidity to them. I just thought it was a, a really cool uh, aspect we hadn't seen in any of them yet. Well,
1: you would think the way their skin is so smooth, except usually it, slimy, but still smooth, that yeah. they would be able to just glide. It, really, it's like a seal, or, or like an orca. It yeah. look like an orca's black skin. It's kind of just like that.
0: So I did feel like they took the action of the second movie and kind of pushed it into the confined space of the first movie, and that's what this was.
1: Yeah, I can go with that. Kind of like uh, a merging of the two.
0: Overall, it was an okay movie, but I put it at the bottom of my list. It's, I just wasn't a fan.
1: Yeah, I, I, put, I think it's a lot like Starship Troopers. I'm not sure when that movie came out, but it seems very reminiscent of that. Or maybe mm. Starship Troopers saw this movie. You know, Maybe I
0: need to rewatch it, because I haven't seen this one in a long time. Yeah. I I, so I got through the first three, and then I jumped to Covenant because I couldn't remember much Covenant. Yeah, I didn't watch Prometheus again.
1: I watched this one on my lunch or scanned through it on my lunch break. The rest of it, and then jumped to Covenant as well, um, because I just I wanted it. There's some that you have those blind spots. You really yeah. want to make sure you have them.
0: Maybe I have to go back and rewatch so. this one then.
1: Listen, I'm not saying it's a ten out of ten or anything. You know, so oh, I'll I will give the first one be. a nine point five. I'll give the second one a nine. I give part three a seven. six and a half, seven. Okay. And I'll give this one a solid seven.
0: I was going to give this one like a five and a half. Wow. Yeah.
1: Different perspectives.
0: Yeah. Moving along, moving along, moving along. Oh, oh, before no, we no, do. we got more. We got more. No, we don't. Hold up. No, oh, we don't. Do we do? We don't. We Kind not Maybe kind of. Uh, before we move on, I have to ask you the question. What's that? How much do you think she got paid for this one?
1: Oh, this that's
0: ridiculous. Uh, three and a half mil. She got paid to do this movie. Eleven million, which was roughly equivalent to the entire budget of the very first movie.
1: That's crazy. I mean she gave it her all, whether she was getting it or not.
0: All right. So coming up next, at a seven out of ten in two thousand and twelve, Ridley Scott returned to us for Prometheus. The God of this is one of of the most controversial movies. Yeah, it was God of Fire. Okay. Uh well he's the one that gave fire to humans. Yeah. That was the Use the idea. weapon maker? Something like that. Regardless, this is one of the movies that a lot of people are torn on, like the fan base. Because a Either, lot of people yeah. hated it and a lot of people loved it. it. made a good bit of money at the box office, I think, though. Uh So this is set up as a complete prequel to the movie Alien.
1: In which, when it came out, they weren't really clear. Was it a prequel no. or was it not? It is it just, an Alien movie or is it not an Alien movie? It was Prometheus.
0: It had absolutely no advertising showing it was Alien. You didn't actually know if it was an Alien Franchise until you went to see it. At the time. I mean,
1: smart people are like so. Ridley Scott says he's making an alien movie. He didn't say specifically what alien movie. You're like, okay, it's an. When I watched it, I was like, this is an alien movie, right? Like, I just assumed it was, and to me, it is. Okay. I mean, if you watch Covenant,
0: yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can definitely say it is. Uh, so yeah, this one really, really explores the themes of uh, creation, like the origins of humanity, trying to like outdo your creators, type of thing. Uh, it really goes into the idea of playing God.
1: Yes, and who played God originally. Really, yeah. Scott, you know, that first movie, you have the, the space jockey, and I suppose that he was very...
0: Explain the space jockey to someone who doesn't know the term. Okay,
1: space jockey from the very first movie, when they find the spaceship, they have the alien eggs. There is a pilot that you just see this massive... Wait, we're talking like probably 15 some odd feet. I think it's even taller than the beings in Prometheus Um, or or, or it was just a suit. I'm not sure. Anyway, there's this big giant pilot. I don't know why they called it the a space jockey, but they did. He's, he's a giant pilot that has its chest burst open. And I guess Ridley Scott wanted to know the origins, like where, like that part intrigued him a lot. And so that's kind of gave him some of the inspiration to make Prometheus. So that's where you get like the engineers Mm -hmm. I guess, supposedly, that's who the space jockey was. I think it looks a little bit different, but... but
0: It's supposed to be an engineer.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if the spacesuits exactly... In that movie,
0: did you know that there are multiple scenes where Ridley Scott used his own kids in spacesuits to make it look even bigger? Because the model was only so big. Huh. How about that? The more you know. And the studio actually wanted to cut that whole scene for cost savings. And he said, no, it needs to be there. And, I mean, I'm glad it was. It... It added to the depth. It's world building. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Universe building, rather.
0: No, absolutely. Yeah,
1: Yeah, so this one talks about the engineers. You know, you get to see them at the beginning spreading some sort of black, gooish, spore stuff that's like the building blocks of life. You know, it doesn't explain where they came from. I've I've seen it a few times. The first couple times I saw it, I was a little confusing about exactly what they were doing. You know, they don't speak English. (laughs) You know, they don't speak common. Right. And there's a ship called the Prometheus that is... There's some caves that were found way back in the day that point to the stars. And so this ship in the now future is going to go find out, you know, where this all came from. They're going to find out who our creator is. That's their whole mission. You get, you get some pretty big names in here. Idris Elba's in there. And uh, yeah, he's in there. Is he? Yeah. I didn't even take notice of that. Yeah. I almost forgot Whoa. he was in it for a second. <laughs>
0: Um, the what's the dude from Iron Man three? Terrence Howard.
1: No, no, it's not, oh Iron Man three. Oh yes, um, uh the guy that plays uh, the original Whalen dude. Yeah, uh
0: Guy Pierce. Yes, Guy Pierce. Well, yeah, Guy Pierce is in it as old man Whalen, but that is him. And then he comes back in Covenant as younger. He's the one Wayland. that has
1: made the androids.
0: Yeah, he's the one who designed the androids. He's the one funding this entire expedition. Uh, I mean, we find out pretty quick that he well essentially stowed away on his own ship. On this expedition.
1: Yeah, it doesn't tell anybody he's on there. Yeah. He definitely views himself as somebody super important as a god because as soon as he wakes up, what does he have David do? Wash my feet. Yeah. I mean, and,
0: yeah. And like I said, David, the, played by Michael Fassbender, is the android yeah, in this one. So good. A very self aware version of the android.
1: You know, all his safety bumpers are on either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but, he becomes a major plot. I mean, almost everyone has an evil android. Yeah. Well, I guess well, Bishop never
1: went crazy. He true. never went bad. He even says, "Oh, that must have been a." When he talk about Ash, it's like, "Oh, that model that there, there you go. Yeah. They were, they were glitchy. They were messed up." I'm not like that. I mean, I'm better. Yep. You know? But this is way before Ash. Yeah, this is yeah. Before Bishop, this is so. I somebody on a podcast apparently found a timeline somewhere. So I'm just gonna go with their info, and they said that in Prometheus, Ellen Ripley is about two years old. Okay, and in Covenant, she's like twelve. So, this isn't actually as far away from the OG Alien movie as I first thought when I watched it. Until I looked hmm. into this timeline stuff.
0: Yeah. So, in the original Alien, the Xenomorphs that, are that's actually guessing.
1: She's like thirty-ish.
0: I mean, so the Xenomorphs are actually still fairly new to life. So yeah, sweet. like
1: they haven't been around forever. Wow. All
0: right. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: And you might what be going. What about EVP? We're not getting into those ones on this episode. We will get to those, but Mm. they're not officially part of this timeline. The TVA made sure.
0: They're not part of our timeline.
1: I like the first one, but we're not there. We're not there.
0: We do discover in this movie uh, the engineers have a hatred for humanity, I guess, Or or just weaker
1: versions than them. Yeah, they don't
0: like us anymore. Because the idea was that our DNA is exactly the same as theirs, that they created us. Again, this is a finding-your-maker type movie. And that something happened where they decided to wipe us out, and that's why they were creating this pathogen, I guess you would call it.
1: The black goo.
0: Which I, I did read an interesting fan theory, and I guess it was originally supposed to be part of the movie so it's technically canon but it was taken out to avoid controversy that humanity had strayed so far away from their original purpose that the engineers created them for so they sent an engineer like a a delegate to go you know work with them and they killed the delegate
1: oh that makes sense
0: named Jesus Christ oh my lord and that's why they wanted to wipe them no out intended. and i guess they Goodness they took gracious. it out because they knew that was going to be Incredibly controversial.
1: Yeah, that's ballsy.
0: You can still keep the same idea, but by throw, as soon as you assign, even if you used Muhammad, as soon as you assign a name to it, you're stepping into some pretty dangerous areas. How
1: many Romans would have taken to take that engineer out? Oh, man. These dudes are the guy that plays them is like almost eight foot. Like he's a a big dude. He's He's like seven foot something. He's He's a massive guy. And you see in this movie, The Engineer. David's no match for The Engineer. Old man wayland's no well, that's match for the engineer that's one of my
0: favorite parts the engineer basically gets first off he's impressed that david can speak their language and then he's just annoyed that the old man wayland's trying to like hey save me make me young again and all this crap so he literally rips david's head off at the shoulders and beats wayland with it mortally wounding him he does die
1: yeah
0: and Michael Fassbender's head is just laying there, like, hmm. Whoops, so that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got some,
1: you got some cool stuff in here. There's the squid, the squid creature. I, one of my favorite scenes is at the end, the engineer fighting the squid ki- creature and losing. Mm. Um, I appreciate the snake creature that breaks the dude's arm, the snake breaker. It's breaking my arm, man! Cut it off like that. Yep. And and I will agree with all the fans out there that that was. I don't listen. You're not Steve Irwin and even Steve Irwin by Crowlike, I'm gonna get back in my ship. <laughs> like, dude, like Nope. There's no way that's called no. a
0: nope rope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a nope rope. Absolutely. Yeah, but the fact that snake jacked that dude up hard mm. and uh I greatly enjoyed it. See And it just you hear the cracking of yes, his arm. That like, I was the just cartilage. Say, and, like
0: they really ooh, got in there. It's brutal. This is well, a brutal movie. When I originally watched it, I watched it with headphones. And you hear every little detail.
1: Yeah, Ugh. it's it's great. Um,
0: no, actually, ha- uh, I was going to say, one thing that gets me, though, is they really go into the uh, as soon as you're infected type of thing, like you, you're basically screwed. Yeah. Because the, the one guy is like begging for them to kill me. So what do they do? They flamethrower the man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the quickest humane way is to catch somebody on fire.
0: But then the other dude comes out that i mean, Oh, I'm trying to remember, like, his, his helmet's all smashed, his head's, like, all swollen up, and he's just, like, raging, like, r- throwing people around the docking bay, and yeah. I don't even, I do even remember so how they put nuts. him down. I Probably don't. a flamethrower. <laughs>
1: More than likely. <laughs> just burn them. Okay. Roast them and toast Wait, them.
0: Grab that lighter and spray paint.
1: Light them up, smoke them.
0: Yeah. But the I... action in this movie was, I thought it was pretty top-notch.
1: The action, and the CGI is pretty good and too. Like taught, just to see the infected veins yes. on the one guy. Well, and it taught everybody a valuable
0: and... lesson that if you're running from a falling spaceship, run to the side. Don't run in the path. I've with heard it. about
1: this this thing that people have been talking about.
0: Well, they say if you watch this big C shaped ship crashes and is rolling perfectly straight down like a banana onto its back. Yeah. And the girls are they're running directly away from it in the path it's rolling and the one girl's like, "Hmm, I'm going to veer off to the side and get out of the way." And the other girl just keeps running straight and gets rolled right over. Like
1: Yeah, not the smartest move.
0: Okay, first off, it's huge. I understand that and I know it's coming down on you quick, but it's huge. You have time to make a decision. So, we're
1: going to we're going to mythbuster this. We're well, going to get a giant ship. We're going to have <laughs> you sir.
0: <running>. Well, so <laughs> I've seen different uh deep dive YouTube channels where they break down movies. Oh, Anytime nice. someone nice. does something like that, they always say, oh, and you can see they went to the Prometheus school of running away from things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but all in all, I mean, I give this movie a, a solid seven, seven and a half. I enjoyed it. And keep, I give it an eight. Keep in it's mind, solid, solid flick. this was the first one I saw. So I saw the original years and years ago. Okay. When I decided to do a full rewatch, I was told start with Prometheus. Go to alien Covenant and then do the original: oh,
1: so they told you chronologically, yes. I to wish go that I would way. have
0: done it release order, but doing it the way I did, I don't know. It helped me understand things later a little bit more, like
1: the: did it take away the jump scares or anything from the original alien? Because like you know there's probably creatures somewhere.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, grant, I've seen it before, but at the same time, it had been like 20 years since I'd seen it understand. Okay knowing exactly what they're going to look like, I feel like it definitely took away from it on my rewatch after two decades.
1: That's why I'm kind of glad that there's movies like Alien that came out, like Alien or Jaws, movies along that line that I got to see as a young kid where there wasn't the internet, there wasn't other things to spoil. You know, I wasn't flipping through my Instagram and going, oh, well, got spoiled right there in the headline.
0: We just talked about this on the... You know, our last episode, spoilers and leaks and stuff. It just, it ruins it for us. Like, yeah. I don't want to know what's coming. That's why our it. one viewer said, hey, put a spoiler warning because spoilers. he does not want to be spoiled. He likes, and I, you know, I, I commend that because I don't, yeah. I don't want to be either. Except for the fact that he doesn't listen to our episodes when he thinks he's going to be spoiled. Well, now he knows to watch the
1: alien movies first. This is, I mean, you know, what he could do. And I usually do this with the Halloweenies is if they're doing a franchise I will try to watch along the movies with them.
0: So they announced what they're going into?
1: Yeah, like, okay, so the very, they did a season on the screen movies. How long is Um, However long the movie series is. Oh, or so they so might they have, have a have couple it bonus episodes. Out, like, and, for
0: the next three months, we'll be covering this. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah,
1: we're going to do all the Jason movies. We're oh, yeah, gonna we're do not, all not the that movies. No, no, definitely no. not. No, these guys, they're professionals, oh, he, man. They've uh, been doing it a They're did, great at it.
0: Uh, Steep got a hold of me, and he said one of the things he was going to recommend was... We uh do a watch and review of all the Godzilla movies, but after hearing Ooh. the Dead Horse beatdown, he said, No, never mind, I don't think a train will go for it. I'm like, You're right, I don't think he will. you will. know,
1: I, I like to acquiesce some requests, but I'm gonna have to deny. <laughs> I I can't do the Godzilla movies. No, no. no. I, I apologize. I just somebody's gonna pay me to Oh, well, that's a whole new story. But uh no. But anyway, let's we'll stick we'll stay on track. We gotta stay on track. Focus. Prometheus. Focus. Prometheus. It's a couple good uh, or big name actresses. One actress, big name. You're looking at me like you, you didn't look at the cast. <laughs>
0: no, I did, but I'm trying
1: to. Th- Charlize Theron?
0: Oh, yeah. She's yes. the one that didn't know how to she zigzag. Is, she yeah, ran
1: straight. She is yeah. the daughter of Waylon. Waylon. Yeah. Yep.
0: She's the one that ran directly away from a falling yeah. ship. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She has uh, a no maybe, for maybe her. not uh, romance with Idris Elba. Oh, you know she. Yeah. Did. The only thing about these movies is. As the series has progresses, progresses, there's characters that I kind of know they're there, but I don't know their names, and I don't find them important enough to, like, there's no Corporal Hicks here. There's no Bill Paxton's here that just steal the screen time for me. That I just, they, they stick with me. Right. So, like, I remember some of these people getting murdered and killed off. I remember how it happens, but I don't necessarily, and I could have watched this movie last week. I mean, I just watched Covenant this morning, and I'm still trying to remember the names of the people. Tennessee. That, well, I know who <laughs> Danny That's, McBride is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I
0: know what you mean, though. Well, in my opinion, the problem with like Prometheus and Alien Covenant, and even, I would say, even Resurrection, really, was the cast got a little bit too extensive, just in the sense that they were trying. Too many people wanted to be part of this. Too many people wanted to get their name on the franchise, and it was almost like they didn't say no enough. So when you get that big of a cast, you tend to not care about some people
1: yeah like even the dude in resurrection with the, the wheelchair yeah like he takes a whole wheelchair apart makes a gun that was a pretty cool scene
0: what was his name don't know no a- idea. every every marine in that movie is ron perlman to me
1: <laughs> everyone <laughs> where's the army guys where's the army guys <laughs> yeah, i mean it does have the one dude from um next friday the latino actor that oh. survives I'm pretty sure he was in next Friday, and he was pretty good in there. You want to show this? My, this is my Aztec warrior. <laughs> Maybe it was him. I don't know. He's been in a couple
0: movies like that. so It doesn't matter. Maybe I'm wrong. How much money do you think Sigourney Weaver got off this one? Well, she wasn't in this one. Yeah, I know. So probably nothing. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was not in this movie. I
0: would assume not. You just trying Actually, to trick me
1: see, with this fancy whiskey you brought over. You're well, trying, see, to, trying to trick me. The thing
0: is, though, there's a chance that she got some type of – or she might have a deal where she gets royalties off the franchise in general. I don't know.
1: Well, they never mention her name because it's like her character is two years old. So there's no, I doubt she got any. uh, I
0: don't
1: know. uh, Maybe she was an executive executive producer somewhere. I didn't see her name on the credits when it first rolled up, but now. I I
0: think by this point, she had officially separated herself from the franchise. Honestly, I don't think you'll see her come back for even the show. Romulus? Yeah. I don't think she'll even do a cameo. I think she's done. Yeah, which is,
1: I mean, but she came back for Ghostbusters. So I'm not saying never say never.
0: I am, because if she comes back, that kills continuity. Because the show, we'll get to it, but the show is supposed to take place between Alien and Alien 2. If she shows up and she's not in a cryosleep floating past, they just ruin that continuity. My
1: whole thing is if it's a TV show, people love to do time jumps. No, They love to do flashbacks. They love to do shit like that. Listen, they're doing a Friday the 13th TV show. Okay, so. Uh, And they're doing a Michael Myers TV show. But anyway. Back to aliens, oh, xenomorph right time. Even though these are not xenomorphs yet. All right. So moving into the not the ones we know.
0: Final entry.
1: Are you ready for this? Well, did you give your rating for that one? Did you? I
0: gave the IMDb rating. Yeah. No, what was
1: what was your rating, rating for Prometheus?
0: Uh, oh, I think I said. Uh, oh, you did. Seven, you said seven
1: point five. Seven seven point 7, five. An eight.
0: Because I genuinely enjoyed it as a movie, and the fact that they tied it into the franchise the way they did. I, I like a good origin story. Even though I'm, I'm not a gore person, there I, were some really memorable parts in that well, movie. i got a question for you.
1: Because you said you, you like to know the origin of the things. I've heard people say, I didn't need to know who the space shockey was. Who that pilot was, I didn't care. The fact that it was a mystery made it better. There's a lot of people that go, once they decided to explain why Michael Myers was killing people, they ruined it. Are you a person that wants to know the reasoning and the methodology behind something? Or what caused something Are when it comes to like prequels and explanations? Or are you more of the side, let's let it be a mystery because the mystery is what makes it exciting and, and or scary, depending on the genre?
0: I enjoy a good leave it blank. I don't know how it is. I like to troubleshoot it. You know, think about myself. But at the same time, I love when they finally come out and show you the, the background of how something got where it is. Like, if they would have done a prequel to Back to the Future, and now I don't mean now, I mean like back when they were making the movies.
1: That would have been confusing. (laughs) If they
0: finished the third one and decided to do a prequel showing how Marty and Doc met, how the time machine got built, you know, his deal with the... The The Russians or whoever it was. uh, Bolivians. I would have, I honestly, I think I would have loved that. I I really do. So what I'm kind of
1: getting from your answer is it depends on the property. It depends on what it is.
0: Like In this case, yes, it had a, a mystery to it. But as someone who I would definitely say I'm a casual viewer of the series, or at least I was until recently, I actually, turns out I really enjoyed the series. So
1: knowing hypothetically who the space jockey was. It doesn't ruin we, anything for me. It doesn't ruin it. Oh, that's, because
0: okay. it, you still don't really know who it was. We still right. don't know.
1: That, that was my stance on it. You don't know it was specifically an engineer. Engineer esque person.
0: We, we still don't know it because in the little holographic flashback, you could almost say, you yeah. see them all running down the hall. I think they have better
1: holographic I know. stuff. I But, but you know, we still
0: don't know who they were running from.
1: It's kind of like Star Wars, think that it was better holograms.
0: But we don't know who all these engineers were running from. We don't know what, what they were under attack from. We don't know if there was a xenomorph loose, which there couldn't have been because they well, weren't made but yet. You have all
1: those canisters and you have all the goo. It's interacting with other bioorganisms and morphing in different ways. Who's to say there wasn't another chest-burster that well, was see, created by some other biological and means? And that's one
0: fan, fan uh, theory, was that there was actually warring factions of these engineers. Like There's warring factions of well, uh, predators, so why not? Because we found out that they wanted to wipe out humanity. Well, maybe there was another faction that wanted to let them go. Like, no, this is our experiment type of deal. And they ended up fighting, and it went too far. Now, I, I mean, I don't know. Th- to me, that's still a mystery that just adds to the world. It's glorious. I
1: can, I agree with you.
0: It really yeah. is. Yeah. So, Ridley Scott, if you're listening, we do this every time. You know, no one's yeah, ever listening. Yeah, Ridley
1: Scott is <laughs> definitely <laughs> sipping some scotch right now going, man, those two boys. Yeah, he's sitting guess. there saying, man, they
0: got this all wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. was yeah, actually so...
0: a, a metaphor for the Berlin Wall.
1: <laughs> yeah, what are you... Taking some acid, listen to a Pink Floyd album, and decided to come
0: up with it. No, Ridley Scott, right now, he's like, "You would run yeah. straight to." And the thing is, it wasn't even
1: just Ridley Scott's idea. Like, yeah, there was a whole other writer that oh, came yeah. up with this whole yeah, franchise, yeah. and we glossed over all that.
0: But that's okay. Yeah, it's all good. So that's we got okay. one, we got one movie left. In all seriousness, if you're listening to this podcast, you don't care who did the music, probably.
1: Oh, I've completely. I, I, I'm glad you brought it up because I'm watching part two. Right. Aliens. Aliens. And I'm listening to that music, and I thought their ship was going to go into the Mutara Nebula from Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan, because James Horner, amazing so, composer.
0: Fun fact.
1: Is this a Goldsmith-Horner thing? That it's we're almost exactly
0: the same. In one of the deep dive videos I oh, watched yeah, they to recap the it, no, like they played them side by side. They are almost exactly the same. They're just done in different keys to make one more dramatic than the other. So you're saying it reminds you of Star Trek? It's because it's... It, Right from Raphacon.
1: That explains it. Because I listen, I <laughs> have a Spotify playlist up. of all the Star Trek. I'm more
0: than sure you do. <laughs> uh, you
1: know all the ones they actually have on there, and I love the Goldsmith, but man, the James mm-hmm. Horner one, Khan's soundtrack was really good. And so, <laughs> well, and say, it every was one of these,
0: every one of these entries has an amazing sound.
1: I like the little flute stuff that they do in Covenant. That was from the very first Alien. That very subtle oh, yeah. flute. They actually
0: make it out that they were playing. I'll finger it
1: for you. You know, the whole yes. thing.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Spoiler warning, there is some fingering going on in Alien Covenant. He literally tells them to blow
0: it and I'll finger it. Yeah.
1: You only had one hand in a stump. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> it sounds like one of those bad bar jokes. I, so two androids walk into a bar.
0: So I was I was only half watching it today Oh, I was at work. So I was more listening to it. Movies like this, you can kind of visualize it as you hear it. Yeah. It got to that sure. part, and I just stopped. <laughs> like, I did not remember that line. But there it is. There it is. Yeah. So we're going to put that on a t-shirt. should. Yeah. On the front, it'll say, game over, man. And <laughs> on the back. Game over, man. Uh, Somebody so, needs to
1: mash those two scenes up somehow. But anyhow.
0: I will do my best.
1: Yeah. So we we're on to the very last movie here, Alien Covenant. So you have a colony ship. They're a bunch of uh, humans are going to uh, drop off some people onto but a colony.
0: They're going to make a colony. They are, but seven years out from their destination planet.
1: They need to recharge their sails. They have another android, Walter. Definitely not an E. Um, you know if yeah. you're going with the alphabet. That, that really annoys here. me. But, but I mean, they, uh, there's they're on the other ship. But it is
0: played by by uh, Michael My, Fassbender yeah. again. It's just a new iteration of that model, I guess you could yeah. say.
1: They're going to they're gonna recharge the old sails. to put the sails out to recharge the batteries. See, they should have brought Ian Holmes back for it. Yeah, with a ring. Precious. <laughs> Solar flare hits. Apparently, that's a big trope in sci-fi. To screw. It's either an asteroid that happens, yeah. like an asteroid storm or, like or a, something. Or like a
0: neutrino something, something. Neutrino burst. That's, that's how you get Trek. Dark Phoenix.
1: Yeah. Um, so the ship gets messed up a little bit. Uh, they have to wake people up. James Franco gets burned alive. Flamethrower. <laughs> They don't purposely flamethrower him, but he does get burned.
0: Bur- so I was oh. going to ask, I know every listener knows that you're such a big fan of James Franco. Listen, how, I don't, I think
1: his acting was fine as a
0: personal human acting, being. His acting, hey, lay there let us catch you on fire. <laughs> okay, so if you haven't seen I it. I how much you got paid
1: for that. If you Just haven't seen it, fire.
0: James Franco is the captain. Uh, while everybody's being woken up because of this emergency, his... Cryo malfunction. malfunctions. Yeah, they put that
1: giant wrench on it to try to open it. You try and pry it open. <laughs>
0: yeah. It malfunctions, and the uh, my assumption was the artificial oxygen inside something sparked, yeah. and it just turned into a. a, a reminds me the stone Venture brick Brothers. oven. It just burned him alive.
1: The Venture Brothers version of the fantastic. But he never Four. woke up for
0: it. So that I mean that's a blessing. He didn't wake up for it.
1: Yeah, so yeah, he that happens. Well, they end up getting yeah, it a Yeah, happen like the first 5
0: minutes yeah. of the movie. It's like, "Wow, that's yeah.
1: that's setting that, a good tone." Yeah, they a good pitch black vibe to it for a second. So I hear this uh this signal because that's what happens. I always got to hear a signal. Yep. After from a they planet sale. And they're like, well, this planet's way closer than the planet we were going to, so let's well, uh Billy Crudup, up the new. And captain. Well, it was
0: something like it's ten times more inhabitable than the one that we're going to. It's too good to be true. And we don't even know if the one we're going to is really that good, so we yeah. should check it out. Yeah. So a lot of people
1: agree. One lady, of course, does not well, yeah. Um, her husband just oh, burned a lot And just so. because we glossed over this as well, at the end of the last mm-hmm. movie, Elizabeth Shaw, this character, Michael Fassbender's david she's the only human
0: left alive yeah
1: they survive because she's all about faith and she wants to you know still believe they take one of the alien spacecraft spacecrafts with all of the black goo and the canisters and they speed off to go find the engineer's home world yep right so so these guys get a signal on this colony ship they're like let's go check this one out it's right around the corner and uh they decide to land uh no helmets whatsoever not even they walk right off the ship with they no helmets. They did
0: a reading. It was fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Like, I understand, like, if you're walking around for a little bit, and they're like, oh, let's check it I mean, out. You know, the
0: whole uh, movie could have been avoided if they wore helmets. Probably.
1: Yeah. So they go down there. People get infected. Things go sideways. You find out David is there. Yep. David has Well, and
0: you find out it's no longer a liquid goop. It's now sometime, met- like, metastasized into a spore.
1: Yeah. He, he basically says that this thing, um, he's experimented with it, and it killed all the, fa- all the fauna. Mm-hmm. Anything that's not flora, it has killed on the planet, um, except for him. You know, because he's an android. Yeah, and uh, he's been experimenting, having a good old time. Um, he decided to dispatch Miss Elizabeth Shaw, even though he calls her my sweet Shaw. And while some mm-hmm. new aliens pop up, they look a little bit closer to the regular aliens you would know, the xenomorphs, the white ones, the white ones, yeah, which are again like my cat on crack. Oh, okay,
0: well, real quick, we, we cannot gloss over that part. All right, the go uh, ahead. the med bay. When I first saw that, and even today rewatching it, <clears throat> so they the backburster, they bring the the one guy back to the the little landing vehicle. Who, uh what was it? he got it? He got the spores that went into his ear, and he he's struggling. He, he can't stand up. He's starting to like throw up blood. They finally get him to the med bay. They 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 start taking his jacket off so they can try and check him out, and they literally see like. Spikes and uh, lesions, basically on his back. The so like, they rip like, open, and yeah, she's like, "I, I'll I be gotta right go back. Uh, check my uh, my,
1: guess, my chia pet." He <laughs> <Like, laughs> runs out the door, like, and oh, locks uh, the
0: door. I left the oven on. She walks out. Yeah, she locks the door, and she goes and radios up to the main ship. She comes back and like, "Okay, it's bad." He's yeah, full. Well, she on, grabs like, a shotgun. Of yeah, some sort. yeah. She's she, she full keeps on. Slipping on blood. But what killed me <laughs> was. Put that banana peel there. She gets back and the dude's like, his spine is literally <gasps> pressing, <laughs> Like his spine is literally ripping out of his back. It's this, you know, this creature ripping its way out. And the other chick is like, oh my gosh, please let me out. And she's just like, I can't. She's
1: like, nah, I can't like, do that. I can't, I
0: can't, I can't. And it's, I, I remember watching this like, just open the door.
1: Open it and shut it. Yeah, that chick got blood all over her face, probably in her mouth. But even though the chick that ran out and blood on her face yeah. and in her mouth like you're probably already infected yeah, some way
0: then this thing it finally bursts out she falls and it attacks her and i'm so like, glad they didn't show it because you know it was just ripping her face apart
1: yeah like it, they huh. did it in a way to where it was on top of her but you couldn't see like thankfully her cheeks getting like ripped. It, I, i'm it if it had been brutal. done in like the last two years you definitely would have seen it because there's oh, been yeah. some wicked movies out
0: it had them, to have but. been so brutal and then, you know, long story short, she tries to shoot it. It chases her through the ship. She, she shoots an, on blood. She shoots an oxygen tank. The whole ship goes up. Yeah, boom,
1: boom. Right
0: as the captain and them are getting yeah, there, that was Tennessee's wife. And guess what you see? You see her crawling out the ramp on fire. <laughs> fire. Dude, I never realized until this podcast right now that there is so <laughs> much fire burning going on in these movies. I am very confident if we go back through it, every one, every single movie has it.
1: So every time you see fire, you take a shot in an alien movie. Every time
0: someone does something stupid. Oh, never mind.
1: Anywho. Yeah. So, yeah. Then they find out, you know, they talk to David and Walter talks. Well, there's a cool scene where our alien jumps at uh, the Wayne girl. I can't think of her name. And he punches the alien right
0: in the skull. I have it pulled up. Jumps at who? The main character? Yeah. The main girl.
1: Daniels. Yeah, that's right. Punches it right through the skull, pulls out his arm, and he has a nub. Like his hands his hand has already yeah. been like melted off. So he
0: punched it, but it like bit melted his hand completely yeah, and off. And then Thankfully, it runs off. Thankfully like he's he doesn't an even android. die.
1: That thing like lives.
0: No, but then it comes back with I think they come back with the
1: friends. One. There's one other one. I think okay. one other one. Yeah, because and then there's the the other dude that I, I had to keep re- rewatch and I thought he just hurt his leg or something. He gets infected oh, and then the yeah. alien rips out of his mouth. Yeah, like because his- you said he was laying on his back. Yep. So instead of coming out of his back, it rips that, out of his mouth.
0: He's the one that he leaned down and was, like, poking one of the mushroom-looking things. Oh, And the scores that's went the... right up his nose.
1: Yeah. Yep. The other guy accidentally kicked it Oh, like Yeah, the, the other one guy stepped on it when he
0: went to take a leak, but he was actually just smoking and flicking yeah, his why butts he everywhere. just, like, smoke a cigarette? Listen, people, don't litter. Don't throw your butts everywhere. Just stop yeah. smoking. Bad things happen, apparently.
1: Very much so. Smoking's bad.
0: But, yeah, that thing like... He, like rips up out of his throat and lower jaw. Uh, that is they show that. That's brutal. Yeah, it's this this is probably the
1: most brutal of all the movies. Prometheus was was there, but this one's like, we're gonna give blood, blood, and blood.
0: Well there's one part where because I mean they're like these little white rat monkey looking things. They're mankees. The, <laughs> the one like it whips around and you very briefly see its tail catch the guy in like uh-huh. the jaw and it takes his whole jaw off.
1: Yeah, like, I had to watch that, like, over it. I was like, how did it What? How did it get him?
0: Oh, man, that was... It was quick. It was very quick, but it was there. I, <laughs> it yeah. was there. And then, yeah, David shows up with a flare, gets him on to the safety of this big, like, stone castle that you find out used to belong to some engineer-type people. Yeah, the Pompeii guys.
1: Yeah, You find out that David's, like, uh, well, Social we pal? got here and <laughs> accidentally... Through happenstance, yeah. we murdered everybody, but you know, like the, the malfunction. That's yeah. why we accidentally got
0: carpet bombed this city. What can I say?
1: <laughs> I love the smell of carpet bombing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, then Walter finds out later, he's like, You've been lying. Yeah, because the one chick's like, I, I don't believe this is what's going on. Something's not right here. And yeah. he's like, I'll go talk to him, brother to brother. And uh,
0: which I found to be a very interesting way of putting it that it's not just, Oh, it's another android unit. No, it's they view each other as the same, right? You know, right? But. Walter has upgrades that David doesn't. The newer model had a little bit of regeneration added, and uh, there was something else. I forget what it was. Oh, it was inhibited, so it couldn't be quite as free-willed as David's model. It it was supposed to be more attentive,
1: less creepy. Because he even says here, he's like, "Uh, you were creepy. You were creeping people out. Your model creeped people out.
0: Well, and he even said, like, how David, you you very clearly is in love with Shaw. That was her name, right?
1: Yeah. From the Yeah, Shaw, book, thank you. The other
0: one. Yeah. And he says about how Walter's in love with Daniels, and he's like, No, I'm just doing my duty. Like, yeah. he doesn't view it as a, a caring thing. He views it as this is my job, this is what I was programmed for. That's it.
1: Yeah, he was so in love with Shaw that he kind of killed dissected her, dissected her. her.
0: Turned her into a Geiger painting.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, some, some wicked yeah. stuff.
0: And I'll tell you. Probably the, in my opinion, one of the most, one of the most disturbing. We'll put it that way. The most disturbing parts of this whole movie, though, was the little white rat thing. When it, we'll, we'll say it, poke evolved. It evolved into the next level, and it's like this standing up straight, seven foot tall man looking thing, mm-hmm. like with like no face, like full posture, no face, but this giant mouthful of teeth. Yeah, it was just creepy. Like that was just straight up. Like she, the girl turns around and there it is. And just looking at her, and then and you, for a brief second, you see its mouth open and come down on her shoulder. And like, he's just watching from the shadows. That it was just. Yeah. Billy Crudup oh, comes
1: in, takes it out. Then he tricks Crudup well, and into he sees getting her the face head
0: floating in the pond. Yeah. Or the sink thing. Like, oh my word.
1: Yeah. So like, just a lot of mess happens, and then the two androids fight each other. Man, you're ninja right. style. This is
0: probably the most gruesome of them all. I mean, yeah, there's yeah.
1: decapitations. There's people on fire. There's yeah, tricks... when they see the infection when it happens to everybody. Happens so quickly, it's just gross. Yep. They're like the all their liquids are coming out. It like seems they're like it's really and,
0: fast compared to the first alien. Like the first alien, he had time to recover, sit down, try and eat breakfast with everybody before the chest burster happened. This seems like it's that's fast. Well, one
1: of the issues what we talked about off camera, off yeah, we're off camera, okay. uh, <laughs> off mic is. There was supposed to be a movie after this one, and I, I believe there's a lot. There's one missing chunk of this storyline that I don't know if we're ever going to get that might explain the differences of like,
0: things. It follows more of the evolution behind it. Yeah, because like
1: you asked, how did that one ship get there? Was it the same type of ship? I yeah, mean, it's not. So, how did that one get there? I think we're missing a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, because we but had.
0: Yeah. Well, we had a crashed ship on this planet that that David and Shaw brought here from the planet that they landed on in Prometheus. Well, it's definitely in an Prometheus, ship. Well, in Prometheus, but... there was a crash ship. Or is that the one they, they flew? I don't remember. But then there was the crash ship that they found in Alien. Basically, was...
1: engineers crash everywhere. They're like the United ship... States Air Force that apparently just crashed all over the place. Well, no was... disrespect to anybody that's died. Because then like, dude, one in like, Alien 2.
0: They found one in Alien 2 just hanging out up on a hill.
1: Yeah, they just crashed ships everywhere.
0: Can I just say, though? Yeah. one of... Okay, good. I mean, Thank maybe. <laughs> one of the most... Impressive uh, acting jobs though in this whole movie was Danny McBride. I'd never seen him do an actual serious part. And yeah, he
1: wasn't over the top.
0: But he, well, when he was over the top, it was completely understandable. He was freaking out about no, his life. I, what I
1: mean. He is. He wasn't um, like animated over. Tropic the top. Thunder, you know, right gemstones right. over. No, the top, like
0: but. I thought his. Like, he was perfect for this role. I thought it was great. I, I really did.
1: Yeah, when he wants to take the ship down to the 800 meters. and
0: Well, it goes down to, what, 80 meters? It's the threshold. He's like, I just go to 40.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I thought and for sure. And like,
1: you can't be doing
0: that. I any... thought for sure they were bringing the whole thing down. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And the CGI in this one, I thought was just really, really nicely done. The <sighs> I only disagree complaint some parts. The Let's only complaint the I had was when the final evolution, like the chest burster, comes out of the captain. I can't remember what his name was.
1: It's Billy Crudup. That's all I know. It's Billy Cr- um, Oram. Jesus, Oram played Jesus. Didn't he play or wanted to play? I don't know. It was Jesus, and one of those, maybe. Yeah. Oram. He was the golden guy that jumped off the roof. I know that in the Rockstar movie.
0: He's the captain that takes over after Jane Franco gets flamethrowered. After he gets tricked into taking a face hugger.
1: Yeah, he's like looking at the egg sack. He's like, "Oh no, take it a closer look.
0: Oh, right, this one. That, yeah, that oh, one that right there. That annoyed take me. Look, okay. That annoyed me so much. Okay. Oh, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> like come on, dude. Uh-huh. The, the chest burst on him. The CGI there looks so rough. When he raises his
1: arms and it's mimicking David, it was uh, very, yeah. very. Everything else was done pretty well, but that was. Well, it was like because it was slow.
0: Translucent little puppet bone things. I don't.
1: Well, I do like the. Speaking of puppets, like the zoo that he has of the dead aliens in his laboratory.
0: Oh, uh, like he the, had, the egg dissecting the slices. And then
1: and, he has like the one little baby creature that has died and he hit like took really cheaply made sticks and made yep. a little stand for it. It was creepy. You know, but morbid
0: is a word we haven't used yet, but it's kinda of morbid. Yeah. Well he was he didn't view it as, you know, anything more than experiments at the time.
1: Yeah. And he but just he was
0: then the big white When he's like, blows on. If you blow on a horse's nose, it'll trust you for life. And And he screams after he gets shot. Yeah, like that was weirdly an emotional scene. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't have been, but it was. Like it's that
1: maternal stuff.
0: Michael Michael Fassbender is such an
1: over-the-top actor. Ever since Three Hundred, man, this dude's been great.
0: In a yeah, in a good way. Like he played Magneto perfect. Like he played this part perfect. So a
1: long time ago, the only way you could really get movies is like there was no subtitles. Well, I tried to watch that movie with no subtitles, and there's the et- you know the Italian language and everything. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've ever finished that movie,
0: but anyhow. But yeah, uh, like Prometheus, this movie received incredibly mixed reviews. I don't know if I said it, but it was a six point four out of ten on IMDb. I personally give it a, a solid seven right there with Prometheus. I found it incredibly entertaining. I like the backstory. I, I mean, I'm not a diehard like some people, so maybe you can hate me. I'll give it just a
1: smidge less than Prometheus, despite the more straight up horror elements. Six point (laughs)
0: nine. The thing where
1: David ends up on the ship instead of Walter. Spoiler. Well, we yelled spoilers at the beginning. Spoiler warnings. Um, Like they don't. Well, I know he gets the knife, but...
0: Yeah, but there's things that... It was too easy, and I didn't like it, and... Yeah, but there's there's definitely things that pointed out that I feel like they should have noticed.
1: Like, like, when he puts the, the scar on the guy's face and he slaps the, the band-aid back on him, he goes, you'll be fine. Yes. Like, that's not something
0: Walter would say, like, that, instantly that's not right there. That's like, an attentive on. thing. Or whenever he's... He's always hesitant to do something. They have to yell at him twice, almost every time, after they get on the ship and they leave. And she doesn't notice herself the cabin. Like, come on. What got me, though, was when he's stapling his face, and she came in and helped. She would know that Walter had that healing ability, that healing mechanism as an android. She should have known that he didn't need to do that. A couple, couple holes there. Um, and then, yeah, the cabin. Oh, you're going to help me, right? And he's like, hmm. What cabin? Yeah. yeah. that Pukes was
1: up some eggs.
0: Yeah. Put puts them in the-, the drawer with all the uh, human embryos. Yeah.
1: sends out a signal that all the crew, except for two people... Lived and that they're just gonna head off to the planet.
0: See, I thought for sure he was gonna kill her and make it seem like only Tennessee survived because she knew it was David, but he needs some oh, you can't pass over the shower scene.
1: Oh uh, yeah, somebody decides, even though after all this horror is going on that they're gonna make some love in the showers.
0: Well of course like everybody alien
1: wants to <laughs> peek in and see what's going on.
0: <laughs> Your entire crew, but four of you or no, sorry, five of you, one's an android, is dead. So let's go have let's go make Nookie in the shower. Yeah. Let's get in where, where you can fit in. Okay, right? and there's a full size xenomorph on that level that ends up taking them both out. And and there's different where names of all these aliens too. So we're from? just
1: calling them xenomorphs. But yeah, there's, know, there's know, a yeah. bunch of different I'm not getting into that. Where did know. that one come from? There was no a idea.
0: dead body in the medical bay because the captain you know, Captain uh what I say, Daniels. There's an unknown organism or unknown life form on the ship. She rushes down. There's a dead body and all this blood in the medical bay. Who was well, that? I, I,
1: you know, when the the crazy crackhead ones are ripping into everybody, I'm guessing maybe the cat ones. Yeah, the cat ones. Maybe somebody wasn't completely murdered, like they were just like half dead and they were infected. But we
0: we would have seen them get picked up.
1: I, I don't. Because I they made it very air.
0: clear the only people on that ship at the very end. Were Tennessee, Daniels, and the android. And, and the and uh, in the shower is on the ship? Well, unless the I dead... the shower was in the castle. Now, where, where, did, where were they showering? Together? Yeah. That was on the main ship. It was on the main ship, okay. Because, remember, they... I'm trying to figure this out here. Well, okay, so unless the body... Because you, you don't see it very quick. Unless that body was actually the dude who got the acid spit on his face. It somehow... Was, yeah, uh, whatever happened to him? Uh, that's when Maybe that was him. The doctor, the... The yeah, maybe friend. he's the one that was dead in the med bay, but when did he actually get infected? Because, yes, Another it got mortal. on his face, but it got cut off in acid and acid, no, that stuff. Did it have time to inject an egg?
1: Well, he might have just got spores. It might not have been an egg. Somehow he got spores. It was rolling around on the it ground. It had to have been
0: an egg because the only way you got those full size xenomorphs was through a face hugger. The spores would have been David one of those creepy white David
1: things. David was, I mean, if he tricked what's um, his face, unless, I mean, he could have, like, knocked unless that David dude out.
0: David infected him on the way up or once they are up
1: there. Hey, you definitely could have.
0: But then, you know, you have another venting scene where they get suck them out yeah. into space. But Well, the computer certainly... Don't let it. Ter- great show. Mother took I mean... her
1: sweet time, the name of the computer, <laughs> yeah. took her sweet time to go, oh, by the way, everybody, there's an alien on board.
0: Yeah, she really did. You'd think she would have caught that a like, lot earlier, yeah. but...
1: Yeah, the Enterprise has better filters, but whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all in all, I found it very entertaining. Watching it a second time today, I... I like the
1: series. Like We can talk shit about some of them and nitpick pieces, but I think overall it is a good series. Well,
0: in all seriousness, I was very skeptical about this episode because I have all this stuff written down about facts and stuff. I didn't really know how we were going to talk about it. It's actually really easy to talk about.
1: Well, when you enjoy watching something, I think it's good to get those juices flowing, get the excitement going, have a nice conversation about it.
0: Um, Favorite part from this movie, Alien Covenant. This
1: one from Covenant.
0: My favorite part is the the whole scene of the ship arriving and just like I said, carpet bombing the uh, oh. the whole town, like just the, all the locals, like because the spores almost acted like little spears flying after people, because like it, they it was almost like it had a mind of its own.
1: Yeah, they're very extinctual yes. to start the cycle. And
0: the visual effects in that whole part, I I just thought it was phenomenal, and um, it was incredibly gruesome what was happening because he I'm wasn't go turning th- them into creatures; he was just. They were dying.
1: Yeah. Well, all those different canisters had—they weren't all exactly the same right. from before. But I think he knew which ones were supposed to do that because he was specifically going to kill them. That was his goal. He wants to—he wants to be the the god. Like yeah. he wants—that
0: Well, that was part of his wiping creator. out humanity. He
1: wanted to make sure they couldn't be reseeded. Like he wants them gone. Like he wants to be the head honcho, and yep. he will create something better. Um, I think my favorite scene is the crazy. The, the field scene with the crazy ones
0: the the scene that reminds you of uh Jurassic park the tall grass with the raptors and they just keep running by like killing people could you i mean if somebody
1: would have some found found a way to infect dinosaurs and i know i've seen some art online Dude. of like a t-rex a t-rex xenomorph t-rex, yeah but like raptors xenorex these are measure a raptor with acid blood I mean that's I am, basically what
0: these things kind of are. I am totally going to AI a Xenomorph Raptor. be I me mean, uh, do it. I have to now. That sounds incredible. Well, we're, we're gonna post some images.
1: I mean, you'll probably see them way before you hear the episode. But for I haven't sure.
0: updated the show notes in a very long time. Haven't should, you? Should probably do that. Well, I don't really, <laughs> don't really
1: have show notes. I, I fly by the seat of my pants, my friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that is a, a wrap up on all the Alien movies.
1: Do you think it stands up against, like, the Terminator series, the Predator series, all the I other do. big ones?
0: I yeah. feel that. I
1: think it's right up there with them.
0: I think that the late 70s, 80s, and even into the 90s, a little bit into the 2000s, it depends if the franchise was established back then. I think that they have a phenomenal universe built Alien, The Thing, Terminator, all of those. I want more things. Yeah.
1: I do. I. I, I, could, I don't want him to repeat the same. I would love to see spot like the same Antarctic spot, but I would like yeah. to see the thing. Bring in Kurt Russell back. I mean Kurt Russell. Yeah, you're looking at me. Is there something wrong with Kurt Russell? Is he like bad in the news or so? Like, no, no. It's is just he canceled. We, no, don't no. cancel Kurt
0: Russell. No, no. It's just we don't know if he lived <laughs> or died at the end.
1: Well, John Carpenter says if you watch it a hundred more times, like you watch those two, and you know who the alien is and who's not.
0: Oh, it's definitely not Kurt Russell. That'd just be mean if it was. The theory was that that whiskey bottle actually had gasoline in it. And when, I can't remember his name, but the other guy that was surviving.
1: The guy from They Live.
0: When he didn't react to it at all, he immediately knew who it was. That's that's a running theory online. Because something like you can see a gas jug at certain points. and uh,
1: I don't see I don't watch movies that close. No. <laughs> I just watch them for the the, the fun factor.
0: Yep. And yep. A, again, another dog in that one gets messed up.
1: A lot of flamethrowers in that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> to the seventies and eighties. Okay, well, yes. Yeah, so, all right, we need to wrap up the, all this, at least the alien portion of this. Well,
0: before we do, uh, we did mention Alien Romulus on, I think Hulu. Hulu. I yes, think Hulu. Hulu. Uh, it is set between the first and second Alien movies. Supposedly. What's your take? What do you think it's going to be about? I mean, is um, this going to be like eight episodes of Sigourney Weaver and Cryo?
1: <laughs> Why not? Uh, Could couple, you imagine couple cats running around? You know what, I don't even want to speculate, because I want this to be so outside of the box of my imagination that it just throws me for a loop. I hope it is not retreading ground. Mm. I hope it is something completely... We didn't get the Covenant sequel. There was supposed to be uh, Neil Blinken, if I'm saying that right. He was supposed to do an Alien movie. Um, now, the guy that is doing this, um, Alvarez, did do the Resident Evil remake from like 2013 or something like that. And that was a really kick-ass movie. Mm. So the, he knows how to do gore and blood. Yeah, I'm, I'm very we'll hopeful, pleasantly optimistic at this point.
0: I have in my we have, notes. We have a year to go. The so. exact same thing in my notes I have for uh, Madame Web. Please don't suck. Oh, I that. That should them. be our t-shirt. Please don't suck. Please
1: don't suck. Or we will finger you or help you. Shut, shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please don't suck let me do the fingering oh man and
1: please the worst don't. part
0: is that's actually a line in the movie yeah we, we like, can't make this up oh and,
1: and that weird, that british accent that he's doing it in too it's like yeah i'll do the fingering <laughs>
0: so, oh man yeah. so we are easily at time we do need to wrap up but before yeah. we do we have uh, some
1: homework to address yes, we
0: did promise that we would give our Kang uh prediction, not even predictions, our are Kang fan casts. Now, please keep in mind we don't know what's gonna happen. Disney, Marvel, all them fun, you know, fun people. We don't know what they're planning to do. We don't know if they're gonna drop Kang altogether and pick up Doctor Doom. This is assuming that they're not dropping Kang. Yes. So we're given our who we think
1: should This is play only Kang.
0: assumption they're gonna recast Kang and continue. But really, all they need to do is take that end scene at the end of Ant-Man quantum and just record somebody else jumping around and throw them in a few places jump up jump up and get down because we've already seen that in the multiverse you can be a different person not just a different variant of yourself You can be a crocodile you can be a frog yep so i have four people written down i think so, i have around four uh just because there was two i couldn't quite pick between okay how do you want to do this
1: well you're already talking, so you shoot me, right. you're first, we'll go we'll ping pong.
0: So I'll go first. I even no D twenty here. I even put this on Reddit and some people liked the idea. Some people said, nah, he'd make a better uh Professor X. I strongly feel that Ralph Fiennes, I think I said that right. Ralph Fiennes? It's, Voldemort? It's spelled Fiennes. Is it Voldemort? Yes. It's Ralph Fiennes. All right. Let me restate that. <laughs> I feel Ralph Fiennes would make a very good Kang because Playing Voldemort, he really had that creepy subtleness about him. Like He was very good at, at completely get, making you uneasy without doing anything that should have made you uneasy, other than just talking. Now, granted, he looked really screwed up in the movie, but it was just his demeanor was very calm but threatening, Does that, if that makes no, sense. That makes
1: sense, yeah.
0: But then when I saw it's him in the, menu. in the menu as this dumb-with-life, on-edge, sadistic murderer... He started as a burger maker. He 100% has that. Because I was really looking for the Jonathan Majors calm but intimidating factor, but also able to get very loud. Do you know what I mean? Right. I, I feel like he could absolutely pull it off. And I did an AI of him and in full uh, Kang outfit. He would look awesome. I did no
1: AI. I'm really big
0: into AI gens. What can I say? Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, dude, I, I think it's amazing, too. It's just
0: I did not have time to do it today. Some of the stuff AI pumps out is just... Fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. And 10 years from now, I'll be like, oh my God, AI took over. Uh, No, we'll be like, wow, look how crappy that picture is.
1: (laughs) Maybe. All right. Who do you got? The first guy I got is named Damson Idris. He stands six foot one. And to be clear, I'm pretty sure that Jonathan Majors was six foot one as well. Okay. Because I'm six foot. So he's six foot one. Um, He's a younger guy. (laughs) I don't really know a lot of stuff that he was in. But I was trying to find guys that kind of looked the same, and he was on a lot of people's lists. Um, I don't know. He's, he, I, I'm starting with the people that I don't really know as much. Okay. So I choose him as my first one. Not a lot of info. I'm
0: not trying to sound rude in any way. Uh-huh. Did you stick more to people who looked like Jonathan Majors to make an easy transition? Okay. I did. I went with people that I felt would look more comic book accurate. Well, so.
1: In the comic books, he's been kind of established as everything.
0: Well, right. <laughs> Black. Blue. He always has
1: a weird-looking mask. He always has thing his blue mask,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so my next one that I'm not sure how you're going to feel about, but I was thinking Tom Ellis plays Lucifer. Oh, in, I know who Tom Ellis is. In on the Dr. show, who. Lucifer, yeah, he is. Go Lucy. Um, we've already seen that he can easily play a light and dark side of a character.
1: You know what? D.B. Woodside, uh, the guy that plays his uh, brother Ooh. in Lucifer, I didn't even think about him.
0: That's he's actually a intimidating.
1: good pick. He's got that deep voice. That's a good pick. He's got range. Okay, okay. He raced my first guy because I've never even seen anything. I'll take that guy instead.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to stick with Tom Ellis, but that's okay. a good pick. <laughs> Who do you got next?
1: Now, this guy, he'd have to put some bulk on. Um, I did see him in the recent remake of a Haunted Mansion, um, but his name is Lakeith Stanfield. He, like you say he's not a huge guy. Um, I think you know, he's only like 5'11. Yeah, he's 5'11. I've seen him in a few things. He just has a like, really good range. He can be really serious, very dour, but he has good wisecracking ability. But he would definitely have to put a lot of muscle on.
0: Because, mm. I
1: mean, not like tons, but if he's going to be somewhat of imposing, as I mean, six foot, six foot one, it's not that huge yeah. anyway, but. There's something about yeah, but, majors that was imposing.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you don't have to be tall, though, if you have the right demeanor. And look at Tom Cruise. They can make him taller.
1: Man, there are a lot of boxes out there to stand on. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my second pick. I, I think he's got good okay. range. I really do. Uh,
0: my third pick is actually Rufus Sewell. Sewell. I'm not, Sewell, Sewell is Sewell? it? Rufus Sewell. He was the, the main antagonist in A Knight's Tale. Yeah. Uh, he was also in The Man on the High Castle and The Illusionist. He has a very... Distinctive like voice to him, and just this this very intense gaze that was he in Dark City? I don't know. With but the bald guys that are tuning, I'm honestly not sure. But I know he has just a way of making you feel uncomfortable in a good way. I guess. He does uh, does yeah. he
1: do the fingering for you? Oh, shut! <laughs> I'm never gonna let that. I, I just
0: feel like he could really, uh really portray the uh, the dynamic like strategy aspect and menacing aspect. He is the
1: guy from Dark City.
0: Okay, well, I I just think he could really pull off that strategic but menacing thing that you know Kang and Jonathan Majors really had going. I feel like he Jonathan a Majors is
1: about him. I know that, Ooh. and he has that foreign accent. I would
0: absolutely put him as Doctor Doom. Yeah, a little bit
1: older these days, but yeah,
0: doesn't Doctor D- Oh man, I'm glad I have four because I, mean, I won't, see, he is the perfect Doctor Doom. Well,
1: the thing with Doctor Doom is whoever they to read Richards, they got to be around the same age because they were in college together. Yeah. And that's they they got to bring that back.
0: Well, good. Please bring that part back. We got Pedro Pascal.
1: Yeah, well, Rufus Sewell Sewell could do it, and he's been a lot of good stuff. I'm sorry, he's, I like s- an, he's an older Oscar Isaac. Yes, is what he is
0: absolutely. Yes, yeah,
1: he can play like and his I s- dad or older I'm
0: sorry, I still don't like the Pedro Pascal casting. Mm, I, just, I don't I'm, either. I'm hoping he does I amazing. Either. I just I'm iffy.
1: My next pick is Trevante Rhodes. Uh, he's six foot. Now, recently, he played Mike Tyson. In a bioepic epic Okay. Um, now, there was some controversy. I guess Mike Tyson didn't like the way it was portrayed, but he bulked up. Did he he was a, also... Did he have a lisp? I, I didn't watch it. Oh. I, haven't, I just kind of learned about it. Um, but he was also in Predators. He was one really? of the, the group of people... Or the Predator, I'm sorry. The Predator. Okay. One of the guys, one of the uh, military PTSD
0: type guys. So he didn't last long, probably. Um, I think he lasted most of the movie. Oh, okay. and so he's a decent-sized
1: guy. Um, he's got that really roughness to him. He's got that kind of just like he's gonna punch you right in the face kind of look, and I like that about the guy. Um, nice. He looks tough. I know it sounds weird. Majors was in Creed. You know, played a boxer. This guy played Mike Tyson's boxer. He's got that ferocity to him, and I think he could also have that light, that very light drama to him. So that's that's my second to last pick. All right, Travis, or I'm sorry, Travante Rhodes. So.
0: My last pick now of all of them, I would I still think I'm saving my best for last. I still think Ralph Fiennes would be amazing. I do, but a lot of people say Professor X for him. I could see that too, but not quite. My last pick is more of a call it a fan casting, as in like I would just love to see it. I I don't know how accurate it would really be, but I think he would play an amazing uh, tough guy. You know hates authority, a really gritty version of Kang, Carl Urban.
1: Cast Carl Urban in everything, I feel.
0: <laughs> I might, yes. But I, I I, don't know. I just think seeing him in The Boys, we know he can be a dick or he can be very sarcastic. Mother's <sighs> milk is Kang. Oh,
1: <laughs> Talk about an imposing dude. I didn't even oh, think about
0: that guy. I would watch that. Dude, that's... This isn't a he, he's got, this isn't he, a list anymore. It's a brainstorming yeah, right. session.
1: I'm telling you, like, that just he still, speaks, you listen.
0: Yeah. I still think Terry Crews, but.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, nah. you need a guy that Kang is a guy when he talks, you listen. Oh, and yeah. I think he's absolutely. type of guy. I don't know if he could have done the Victor Timely m- 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 mumbling thing. But that's the thing. He but, didn't have to. No. But I'm saying, could he have done that part of him? I don't know. Would he have had that range? My last pick, I think, could. I, I really do. Um, And my last pick is a guy. That was in the show Heels. Okay. He was one of the main heels of the show. He jumps from one promotion to another. Alan Maldonado, six foot five, played a wrestler. Wow. He's okay. a big dude. I know that show prematurely got canceled after season two, but the range of this guy uh, he has played sad. He's played, ang- played angry. He's played depressed, excited. Like he's got the ability to move around, to do stunts. This guy, I think marvel pick this dude up like i don't know like i've seen he's been in film for a while some TV shows right but he really put on the mass for heels there's a some a lot of really bulky very dense dialogue that this man was given in the show like these clips where he's talking for two or three minutes at a time and what seems to me is like a one take and like he's just killing it this guy has got the chops hmm. and i think you need to find somebody's a little bit underrated under the radar that can really kill the scene like they don't have to just look the part they need to be able to talk the part and this guy has a a sternness about him a wickedness and he's got this side eye when he looks at people when like he doesn't like what you're saying and he can kind of come at you in that way to where you kind of shrink a little bit he's like now listen Hmm. and he's got some force behind him alden maldonado or otherwise get him in some other stuff because this guy definitely like i know I'm 41, about to be 41. I think this dude's like 37, 38, somewhere around that range. But I think this guy would
0: kill it. Have you seen the Netflix show Obliterated? Yes, all of it. Okay, first of all, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. But Terrence Terrell that plays Trunk? Yeah.
1: He reminds me of the guy from Black Panther that plays uh, like the, the ape yeah. guy that like, lives out. in yeah. The yeah. East. He's kind of like that dude. But
0: what do you think about him? Could he pull it off? Um, I so don't know little, if there
1: was enough range for so he's him a in that show for me. Goofy. To catch?
0: Uh, I've seen him in a few things. Like he was in Bright. Do you remember Bright? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was always like smaller parts. You're talking. I did think
1: about him. But you're talking. I don't know if big he has, imposing guy. I mean, true. He is imposing for sure. I don't know how tall he is. He's probably like 6'4", three, six four. I'm going to guess. I'm looking. Because okay. the main guy was six foot, so I'm going to
0: guess six four ish. Wait, Nick Zaney is six foot? Yeah. Yeah. The main. Dude, he looks so short in that one. You know, that's the same guy that plays, uh, was it Hayworth or whatever it is in uh, Guardians, not Guardians Galaxy, Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah. I didn't Captain realize it until I was whatever. halfway through it. And I'm like, I know that guy.
1: He's yeah, I had to look it up too because it was the only me.
0: actor in that whole show I recognized. If you haven't watched Obliterated on Netflix, fantastic. First of all, if you're offended easily, don't watch it. Yeah. But if you want a good laugh, because it is so bad. Another show
1: that does not. That's not how the military works, but still Ooh, fantastic. <laughs> it's such it,
0: the, the it's so bad that the show is actually incredibly good.
1: Oh, after that first episode, like, Emily's looking at me like, Are we doing this? This is so bad. And I was like, We got to at least catch okay." another so one.
0: I got through the first episode, and I'm like, Okay, I'll give it another. I'll keep going. I mean, it was entertaining. By the third episode, I'm like, I'm freaking hooked. I'm like, this is fantastic.
1: This guy, that guy could replace Thor. He's not 6'4, but. Get that guy some muscle. Like he can play a Thor type dude. And we are getting a He Man soon. Terrence
0: Terrell so. is six foot five. Ooh, I called that. It said six four ish, man. You did Yeah. hundred and seventy-eight pounds this dude's bigger. of like muscle.
1: Yeah. Or the guy from Supergirl. He was on my list too as a possible because well, he, he's six five. So he
0: was uh, that Terrence Terrell was in Batwoman. He played one some type oh,
1: oh yeah. I saw Batwoman right before they uh destroyed every copy and you can never like find it because are you talking about the TV I, show? I think it was the CW show. Oh, okay. Well, what, what was it, Batgirl that got canceled yeah. and got deleted?
0: Yeah. yeah. Which apparently was actually supposed to be very good, but... Yeah, well, tax purposes. But anyway, right, well,
1: wow, man, we've been rambling We are
0: way over time right now.
1: Tell us who you think should play Kang. Uh, and think outside the box. I don't want to hear the guy from Star Wars that doesn't want to do it. I don't want to hear the top five. John titles. Boyega? Yeah, no thank you. He's made it very
0: clear he does not yeah. want that part. And, and
1: don't say the guy that played Cyborg either, like... Like I want to hear some names that aren't out there.
0: Yeah, like, put, put some know. thought into it. Give it, Let us know who you want to see as Kang. Let us know your alien rankings. What did you like? What didn't you like? Do you disagree with us? Do you agree with us? Do you agree with me that Resurrection is the worst of the entire franchise? Or is it three? Or is it three? Let us know. Yeah, three or four. Hit up treeofgeek.com, contact us, and let us know what you think. Uh, you can also jump on and join our subscriber Stuff that we have nothing actually for because we don't have a subscriber. But just, if you're the first one, it'll give us a purpose. If you are the first subscriber at no less than $5 a month, we will give you a guest spot on a future episode.
1: That's right. Golden ticket. Charlie and Chocolate Factory style.
0: And if you don't live anywhere near us, we will Zoom you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not
1: going to like fly you here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we probably just screwed that up. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, who you know, cares? People love us anyway.
1: We've got a solid following.
0: We're, I hate we're asking good. for people to like support us with money, but at the same time, I really want to keep doing this. And It's the holiday season. It's the season of giving. It is the season of giving. So give us your opinion.
1: Hey, listen, we just got a huge email from a guy today. Oh, my word, so it's massive. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy.
0: Yeah, we, uh, it is literally, you can tell in the Contact Us form, he just did, like, Enter down, type something. Enter down, type something. It gave us a list, but unfortunately, our the way we got it didn't format it that way, so it looks like one massive run-on sentence.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that's how he. I was yeah. driving around and saw that we got the message. Yeah,
0: so. but he has some pretty crazy ideas in there for future episodes that I think we might even look into.
1: Yeah, we're definitely going to discuss, but it but will not
0: of, be Godzilla. <laughs> no,
1: but uh, we do got some future episodes coming your way. Um, oh little yeah, hint, we have some more aliens.
0: We got maybe some verses. Well, wait, wait. What goes with aliens? Like salt and pepper, it's aliens and what? Peas and carrots. No, Predator. man. Oh, Predator. That's right. Chris Hansen will be here next (laughs) week. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Why why is there a bag of Funyuns? Yeah, the next episode, we will be diving into the Predator franchise from Prey up. Well, actually, I guess Predator to Prey.
1: Yeah. Don't miss it. All five or six, though. We're going to tackle it
0: you know and i'm excited
1: for that man because i love predator i love the series and uh i cannot wait to talk about it and ramble absolutely what
0: do you like better alien or predator predator really yeah i'd watch Predator. actually surprising for me yeah see because i didn't view predator as much of a horror genre as i did just an action adventure because of schwarzenegger
1: an alien comes to earth to kill people it's horror
0: (laughs) Yeah, they did that. Well, in... the first
1: one, he's hunting them and he's skinning them alive and taking their uh... spines. Yeah, uh, you know, and Bill Paxton might make another appearance. Yes, he might.
0: <laughs> and all Weaver, though. And on that note, ladies, gentlemen, everybody out there, good thank
1: night. you for <laughs> hanging out in the tree. And I'm going to leave you with this: a jug, a jug. A jugger.